0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Take a little trip, to pack up your mind. Look forward, not behind, then you see what you find. I caught a sucker dying, cause he thought he could rhyme. Now his mama is a quarter, daughter must be a dime.
0: I gotta meet it, don't take no shorts, I don't use abbreviation. I don't even play the radio neither. Only if I need to know the sports or the weather. I'm a too, I'm a cool type of sister, but yep, you yeah, had a sever
2: from the next see ain't nothing change hit the stage sit it set a date sucker in battle we can engage i slice you wife you marry you divorce you or deport you is what i'm forced to do
3: hey, hey. welcome hey. to the black uh-huh. out just podcast yeah. your host rod and and uh sunday morning getting yes, a week started is. off strong uh Mad Men is back and for the first time ever i'm caught up i can watch it live and what mm-hmm. yeah that's right I, i've been on my grind um oh. You also, them thrones, tonight. Yes. You know, so that's back. Um, and speaking of things being back, uh, we have the ladies from the lady launch, uh, the black, I- the black astronaut podcast, ladies launch. Uh, I was going to say the black IPs, uh, by accident. <laughs> the
0: black know. astronauts who tip.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I almost said black peas, like from the black peas, like nobody's heard of them for a while. Um, <laughs> but we got, of course, uh, Kai, uh, on Twitter at Kai loves you. What's going on, Kai?
1: you know i'm just like trying to stay alive over here y'all i have
3: such the horrible cold oh my goodness uh, i definitely can relate to that um had a cold for like a month yeah. like that shit was crazy it
4: went around and, to everybody and finally swung their way around the car I know. I was, like, scared to even
1: get in the chat room because I thought I was going to catch it. And no <laughs> lie, as soon as I log, I hadn't been in the chat room in, like, three weeks. As soon as I logged on, I got sick. That's some
3: bullshit right there. Everybody blaming me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we, we also got CJ. Uh, what's up, CJ? How you doing?
2: Hey, everybody. I'm chilling. It's Sunday morning. It's the end of my spring break, so... I'm chilling real
0: hard. How
3: uh, you doing? Good, good, man. I'm good. glad you could be on with us. Me too. Um, been a while. And uh, can, what's up, can?
0: Hey, y'all. It's your girl, can. I am. I'm feeling very fragile today. I'm in the bed, just relaxing, but I feel like sensitive,
3: extra sensitive and fragile. uh Oh, I hope Uh-oh. this. Hope this show goes well. You know, we, It's gonna be just <laughs> fine. Pretty, pretty insensitive over here. We talk about a lot, of, a lot of personal shit in a not personal way um it's all right that's all right and can you back off of like sabbatical right y'all, y'all guys are like uh y'all remind me of like when i used to read comic books back in the day um in comic books you know like every once in a while they'll just like have a character go missing for a while and they come back but right when they come back <laughs> another person go missing so you know it's like uh you, it's, it's good to have you back Thank you. Thank you. I was gone for a minute, now I'm back with the jump off. No <laughs> doubt. And uh shout out to Letitia who's not here but you know, always in our hearts and uh we did read the PSA that she sent us and play the uh the, the audio clip on the show so. Yes. Um you know, shout out to her and you know, uh still still, you know, still around for us. Um all right. Don't forget you guys can go to com to find them. Go to Sexandthesisters.com. the sisters dot com uh oh wait sex and sisters dot wordpress dot com um at sex and the sister on twitter uh and at cj taught me and at kind loves you um so uh i guess first things first man what what have y'all been up to man i listened to y'all's latest shows uh talking about getting dumped and stuff and uh i thought that was awesome <laughs> not enough people talk about the time they got dumped man they don't you know everybody want to talk about that that one ex that put on the weight and they baby mama ugly and they kids is all messed (laughs) up Like nobody want to talk about like you know that time that uh you know you got a postcard or some shit and it's like this is a terrible way to break up. Yeah, nowadays it's even worse. You fuck around and get an email or a
4: tweet or a Facebook post or a Google DM, and that's how you <laughs> break tweet. up. You be like, God damn, you could have. I mean, you, I mean, you you just fucked me last night. You could yeah. at least take the time to come over and, and tell me last night. <laughs> <laughs> break
5: up my tweet. And so like they
1: they're trending this this thing on the Twitter about like uh, the. The, po- the post-coitus pictures. Mm. So people are, like, you know, having sex and them taking a picture of themselves when they're done what? or whatever and posting it up. Oh. And so I was thinking that would be, like, the most rawest way to get broken up with. Like, you just got it in, and then you thinking that your dude or your chick is posting that picture up, and y'all just getting it in, and it's really, like, the breakup sex
2: picture. Like, that wow. would be totally crazy. Mm. What would be even crazier is if... Your boo post this post coitus picture on Twitter, but y'all ain't had sex.
5: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
1: Like oh, a- oh yeah, that would be scandalous. That would and be, you, yeah, yeah,
2: be scandalous. First. That's why we broke up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to like, uh, you know, cause whenever I see stuff like that, I try to think of funny angles or different angles with it. Um, one, I thought like, uh, I should do post sex pictures, but then, they would all be doing, like, ridiculous things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> on the top of a roof or some shit. And they were like, the fuck? Why are you taking a picture up there? Or, you know, <laughs> something stupid like that. But um that was one thing. And then the other one was, I was like, you should, we should do post-masturbation pictures. You oh, no. just be like, take a picture, like, in the top of the shower or something like that.
4: how your ass get up there? I'm Spider-Man.
3: Right. Uh, no, but people didn't want to, you know, I figured people wouldn't take those jokes too kindly and, I'm sure somebody would take it serious, you know, so I decided not to do it. But um, so let's talk about breakups, guys, because uh, I think the worst way I ever got broke up was with um, over telephone. Um, I was calling to be like, so um, what are we uh, what are we uh, doing this weekend? And she said, I have a boyfriend. And I was like, nigga, oh, what? I'm your oh. boyfriend. And she was like, yeah, I got a boyfriend now. Uh, he got a car. I didn't have a car at the time. So I was like, okay, I guess I got upgraded. I don't know. <laughs> I know what to do with this information, but uh it was funny cuz it's like she tricked me into thinking that we never was together. So, um I was like, that's the most diabolical thing you can do to somebody. Like <laughs> I, I I was sitting around for months like I she guess Jedi we never I
4: tricked you? like we were yeah. never together.
3: I guess that kiss wasn't we like, wow. real and uh we wasn't holding hands in the hallway. So, uh what well, y'all give me y'all stories, man. What's the worst way you ever got broke up with?
0: I think I shared that I've never been broken up with, mm-hmm. that I've always, not, that's not to say that I haven't had a heartbreak, but I've never been the one on
3: the receiving end of a breakup. So, so wait, when you say heartbreak, do you mean you broke up with them, but you was like, my heart is broken?
0: Yeah, I broke up with them because they had done some things that uh-huh. they
3: still thought they could stay in the relationship doing. Oh, okay. Um, okay.
0: You know what I mean? Hmm. So yeah, my heart was broken, but I still had to be the one to end it. Ninjas um, don't never want to leave once they get in this va- this, um, vortex. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I never well, understand. They might fuck it up, but they don't want to leave it. That's right. Once they fall into the flower, they can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> I never understand.
3: <laughs> like to me, that counts as them breaking up. Cause I'm like, I didn't do nothing wrong. This one on you. You know what I mean? Like I know the power shift is like to say, like, I broke up with you. Ha ha. But like in my mind, I'm like, this doesn't count against me. This, this count, this still counts in your column as, you fucking us up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, right. I, know I agree with you there. That's I agree with you
2: there. But I, I think mean, that, like the person who fucks it up isn't always necessarily the person who wants the relationship to end. I exactly. think that's what Ken is saying, right? And that's like my my experience. Like they fuck it up, but they don't ever want to leave.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's weird. Yeah, on my. And They always come back.
3: I guess I like on my ledger. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was, you know. <laughs> like this that would be a minus for them not like they don't count on me like that motherfucker better not be walking around talking about yeah they broke up with me you know that was fucked up like no you you need to be walking around talking about i got caught with pictures on my phone or some shit don't put me in this
0: no they do that's exactly what even though they know they got caught with pictures on their phone or whatever else they do walk around talking about you know you don't get a nigga back like that. Right. You, know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't even look like that. You know, on Yeah, they do that. They act mm-hmm. like you were the one that ruined it by breaking up. Mm.
5: Right.
1: Right. Yeah, I think in my adult life I have not been broken up with, but when I was in kindergarten, I had a boyfriend.
5: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And and it was a real rough situation. What had happened was we was painting and he cut one of my ponytails off. Oh, and, oh. And, oh and then when I told the teacher that he did it, then he broke up with me.
5: Wow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But he still had a love lock, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> mm-hmm. <Lock>
3: to
0: love. <laughs> probably, probably that's
3: probably how is. you get cut. He, he had
1: a souvenir. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you ain't never seen a black woman, four foot four, my mother's very short, come up to a school and wreck shop because that ponytail got cut
3: off. Mm. Yeah, uh, he probably still got that ponytail somewhere, <laughs> no, That's that's
1: why I'm sick right now. That nigga mm-hmm. didn't put something on me. <laughs> he <put roots laughs> on you. Exactly. He didn't uh-huh. mess around. Got on Facebook, found out I was podcasting, and fucked me all the way
3: up. In my mind, I picture him like buying relaxer for it, like, <laughs> trying to keep it alive. He done not yeah. he not put it between Matthew and James in the Bible, trying mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. Yeah, he brush it every day.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Get the bow on it right now.
3: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. yeah. Right, um, he's sitting
2: there braiding it and unbraiding it. And then braiding
4: and then unbraiding it. Two strands twisting it. Yeah. She loved again. me, she loved me not. She loved me, she right. loved me not.
1: And I was only his girlfriend because, you know, Kai got a very sensitive spirit. So oh, he was the weird kid in class. I felt sorry for him. So I felt like he needed a girlfriend at that time.
3: Now you and know why it. he's weird. <laughs> You say what? Now you know why he's weird.
4: Exactly.
3: He, exactly. he like to cut people's hair off. Yeah. I <laughs>
4: left just in time. It
3: might have went from hair to something else he chopping off.
4: Indeed.
3: <laughs> oh man. Um well you know, it's good that y'all are back, man. I know y'all do shows. Uh for a while, man. I I would say y'all were doing more shows than the um men on the um yes, they was. black astronauts uh podcast. It's like y'all y'all were more more weekly than they were. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do y'all ever get into the competition of it like y'all ever be like "Mm, we about to put out three shows they ain't put out but one this month high five
1: (laughs) (laughs) see we we right we don't we don't evoke the spirit of competition within Mm. the family but uh, Aaron definitely does like Aaron sends me a text message every Monday saying we're about to murder y'all I'm like, wait a minute, I'm your <laughs> sister. Why are you trying to take me out the game? And he's like, he told me, he's like, um, just to be clear, you know, I'm about to control verse y'all this week, straight up and down.
2: I'm like, what?
3: <laughs> well, you know what, man? I have a little brother. Competition is real, man. Yo. But yeah.
2: then afterwards, after the show, he's like, you know, I got to say, it, y'all are about as big as us, you know, y'all mm-hmm. getting as many views and downloads it's it's like he like he'll be competitive on the front end but then afterwards he's just like proud big brother right Mm
3: -hmm. uh you know still sharp and still so that's how you keep it that's how you keep it going but yeah you definitely uh you know definitely want to keep it somewhat competitive uh but i always just wonder like if it ever um you know if you guys are ever like talking shit because i probably would be (laughs) <laughs> um you know, if i was in the you know i'd be like you know the ladies lunch. we got a lot more comments on twitter this week just saying and then just drop it like that you know
1: well, well i think it's apparent how this goes down right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you know when when you already running it you ain't gotta say much you just let it do what it do right
5: yeah yeah that's, um, true. Mm-hmm. that's
0: true you hear that Aaron? you hear that
3: <laughs> it's hard. my we-
0: allegiance is are to both shows. So, you see I'm staying out of this like, you well,
3: know. You know, when you're in the league, guys, it's hard to turn around and mm. and talk to the people behind you, you know, cuz it slows you down. <laughs> yeah, you just want to stay ahead. Oh, um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> this is the Blackout Test <laughs> Podcast. Now you uh, y'all see what I have to deal with. We're we, not causing beef between other podcasts. No. Um we are uh having good times doing a comedy show 5 days a week. My other shows nothing's wrong with It's funny. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Uh all those places leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate them and we read them on the show every Saturday, uh, regardless of the content. So even if you don't like the show, the best way to get us let us know is to leave us a five-star review cuz we probably won't read your email and I'm definitely blocking you on Twitter um so you know there's only a couple ways to get through my wall and uh that's one <laughs> um you can also do stuff like go to com and vote in the polls leave comments on the website leave comments on the polls even become a premium lim- member um all that stuff right there at com. uh you can nominate things for the 2014 tippies already so uh, if you have moments where you're like, this is the funniest thing, this is the best guest, these are the my favorite people, or whatever, go to the 2014 Tippy Thread and nominate people right there. Uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball
1: and bullet ball extreme.
3: Boom. Um, and today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweaked and uh you can get thirty three percent off. You can also get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee when you put in uh the code TBGWT upon checkout. Uh that's thirty-three percent off. Lifetime guarantee and free shipping. So you're basically not paying shit. Um it gets there in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um and they're very high quality. I uh use mine all the time.
4: I love mine.
3: I go all out with them, uh play I like I'll actually shoot around and play ball for those who uh you know, like to shoot around, listen to music. Um, most inner most of the headsets that go in the earbuds, uh like in your actual ear, don't work.
4: No, they don't.
3: Like you spend a whole lot of time like I shoot the ball, I dribble or something, and it's like, oh, let me get my headphone off the ground, damn it mm-hmm. fell out my ear again. Well, you don't have to do that with these. They fit so perfectly. They come in like three different adjustable sizes mm-hmm. for different ears. Um, although I mm-hmm. found the default size worked for me and Karen, which says a lot. You know, um, but, yeah, you can do all that. Just go to uh, tweakedaudio.com and uh, search for, um, yeah, I mean, and uh, put in TBGWT, man. Um, so, treat yourself.
1: Indeed. I love treat Tweet
3: yourself. Audio. Uh, we also have another sponsor that is a bit uh, sexier, which reminds me, I didn't do a sound check to see if y'all can even hear the music. But, uh I guess we're going to all find out together. Um, let me see here. Uh. So, hey, two G.
0: Yes, hey. I'm in, the, I'm in the right outfit for this right
3: now. In yes, own it
0: here, boy. <laughs> and so, boy, please don't leave. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. I'm about to
4: turn my dildo on.
3: Yes. <laughs> Fellas and ladies. To right
4: now. This
2: is hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Indeed. Well, have you have been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or a dope movie? Yes. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Please don't. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You can get 50% off of just about any item. Almost any yes. Item. yes. But that's not all, guys. Mm-mm. When well, you select your one item at half off You also get three Count them, three Free adult DVDs for a little inspiration
1: That's no fun mm-hmm.
3: And you get free Extra gifts that is so sensual I can't even tell you what it is It's too fly It's just And to top it all off They will even throw in free shipping Which is my favorite kind of shipping Yes it is On your order And they're not joking guys So go to adamandeve.com for this meeting in your bedroom. And get 50% off when you put in the code. This is the most important part. TBGWT. What did you think the code was going to be? It's always the same no matter where you go. TBGWT. And you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use code TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. There you go. Um, I kind of miss 90s R&B. Like, whatever happened to Apologize in the middle of your song for no reason? For this... <laughs> For vague shit that you did because
4: people don't know what that word means anymore it's like fuck you bitch come on i i didn't <laughs> do it true. this is all
3: everything your fault
0: right yeah and so nope. that is what the millennium music says everything is that
3: whole <laughs> fault
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i give no fucks about it
3: in the mm-hmm. 90s like it, it was like prerequisite like you just like Two minutes into your song, just some deep voice dude show up like, hey, girl, I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: right, right. <laughs> and, 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 and I should have
3: never did that. Please come back. You're like, I don't even know what he did, but I guess take him back. I don't know.
4: And I think, too, I think the difference is, like, back in the day, and and I know it kind of varies, but it's like back in the day, dudes was like, hey, I uh I want to, I mean, people want to fuck. But it's one thing where it was like, more, I want to make love to you. Like, R&B music was more about making love kind of mm-hmm. to you. And now R&B is just like fucking you
6: mm. and seeing
4: how quick we can fuck. You know, I don't care nothing about the prerequisites. I don't care nothing about turning you on. I don't care nothing about your agendas and what you got to do, bitch. I'm trying to bust this nut and get the hell on.
5: Mm.
4: And and you can kind of, maybe that's just me and my perception. You can hear the music. And I like ratchet mm-hmm. shit like that, too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things to where if you want to get down to the root of it, it's like, okay, my definition of R and B and the current definition of R and B ain't the same. Like you say, you had the, the deep voice dude, you had a soprano dude, you had the dude that like the, the like uh spoke the like the spoken word and then you had the dude nobody knew who the hell he was, he was just in the background. Well
3: right. that that dude right. was normally like the dude who made the beats or um, but he still wanted to be in the video. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's like the road. He, car- he
1: carried they jackets, you know, when they went to the club <laughs> or whatever. Exactly.
3: Yes, he the road manager. Well, normally, you know what the thing is about the other dude though that people sleep on. Normally, he the heartthrob though. Right, like right. you know, yeah, he's true. the prettiest, but all all he can't all all
0: sing. All sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. I mean, sometimes. we well, still
3: don't know them other two niggas' name and Jodice like yes, except do for do the fact
0: that they Tay Swing. Yeah, just
3: except for the fact that they was fine. Yeah, and a lot of times. Like, it wasn't no, like. And
0: they they
1: were
4: the producers, right? Yeah. yeah, One of them was the songwriter as well. And and also, what I realized too is it just me, but also, I think the prerequisite is that you had to be high yellow.
3: Well, that was part of the 90s. No, they had some that, you know, you might
4: get some just a little, uh, you know, well, for for a
3: while when it got diluted. I mean, I think we can (laughs) admit that we got to a point where it was like. We are not even looking for singers anymore. We just need three light skinned dudes with no shirts and
1: right and all know, them
3: down. That was kind of the downfall of that era. Like no offense to them, they had one of the greatest hits. But like once H Town came to prominence, it was a wrap because it was yes. like them niggas had one song. You buy the album, you be like, what the fuck happened to the rest of the songs, bro? Like we really just knocking the boots and that's it, huh? That's it.
5: Right. Pretty yeah. much. That was the whole album. My guy friend were,
0: hey, me and my guy friend were talking about this. We were listening to some millennium R&B mm-hmm. on date night and he was like, there's no figurative language involved in this. It's just straight up, why don't you take them draws off? And he mm-hmm. was like, I, he was like, I need a little mystery in. I need a little work what? for it. He's like, ain't none of these men just working for it at all. Yeah yo can
1: we back up did y'all see how she glossed over that really quickly mm-hmm. she was like yo me and my guy we was on date night What?
2: which what? is almost kind of like boyfriend but not quite like exactly. we're, we're seeing the progression we've see, like, seen like, the, the progression
0: right, right. I don't want you to read too much into that so mm. I'm gonna back off this comment no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah man i i I guess they don't they stopped apologizing, man, and uh like to me, the new r and b is like neo soul and shit like I just think that's where yeah. that's where r and b went like you know, I don't even really call like what Chris Brown and Trey songs do like r and b really, like you know Drake like i don't, to me like half of the time they can't really sing, so mm-hmm. that's part of it, but I just don't think they're really i don't like it just doesn't feel like that old school to me, but You know, give me some Jill Scott, give me some... Erica um, Badu. Yeah, yeah, like, I feel like that's where R&B kind of went.
1: But it's like, even with Drake being a more emotional artist, it just seems like the music lacks, for real, emotions. Everything Mm -hmm. is so, right now... um, Get your, you know, get your needs met right now. Everything is in the in the moment versus kind of something that builds or has some type of progression. And when you said Joe Scott, it just made me think about um, uh, uh whatever, whatever. That song, you know, mm-hmm. you put a thing up to sleep last night, mm-hmm. you know, when she's like talking about that whole experience of how. He put that thing on her, and Mm -hmm. she sang a whole entire song about it. Mm -hmm. Like we don't, we don't get that type of, you know, music anymore.
3: You know what it is too is, um, I think a lot of the music from the dudes' perspective is so myopic at this point, and Mm -hmm. and it's not just myopic on some like, well, it's about just about me, but it's like it's about me and my emotions. That's why this song is R and B because I'm being sensitive. But it's like, I don't, I mean, maybe, and maybe women are into that now. I don't know. But to me, it seems like it would be a turn off. Like who likes the guy who wants to talk to you about him and how he feels all the time, you know?
1: Well, again, like the, dra- the Drake shaming, the Drake shaming. That's, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you are coming out, sounding emotional or feminine as mm-hmm. a man, you get shamed publicly. So,
0: yeah, I, I actually like that in a man. That's an attractive quality to me, emotional intelligence and awareness. So, mm-hmm. And. For those of you sensitive brothers, you know it's cool with me. (laughs) (laughs) And and,
1: and that was a PSA for the sensitive brothers Mm -hmm. out there. I
3: think, well, you know, it is. That's kind of how all women like everything to me, because like all women are like, yeah, I like a sensitive man to a point.
4: Yeah, to a point is
3: like if you show up crying because you had a hard day at work. It's it might happen once, and that's cool. Say it happened two times or three times. At some point, it's like, hey, come on now. You got to leave some room for me to be uh sensitive up in here, too, bro. You can't be, uh, you know, you can be overly sensitive, too. It's like Yo, a yeah, fine yeah. line
0: all things in yeah. moderation like we can't yeah.
3: both be running from a spider is what i'm saying uh, I'm, <laughs> i know it's 2014 Yo, either you or me one of us got yeah, be. yeah i know it's 2014 and we trying to be progressive but uh i feel like the first time i walk back in the bedroom like karen this a roach she's gonna be like and nigga <laughs> you better get your <laughs> ass out there <laughs> right what's what they got to do with me nothing
1: that, that reminds me of a story i was in the um virgin islands and I uh, was walking somewhere with my dude and a lizard had popped out of the bush or whatever. And when I tell you that Negro ran like the fastest 50 yard dash ever, he could have <laughs> been in the combine for real. He was <laughs> gone. <laughs> and I was let- like, <laughs> I was like, yo, you gonna let the lizard get me? He was like, look, when it comes to lizard, it's every woman and man for
5: himself.
3: <laughs> I thought you believed in equality, baby. <laughs> I was running like you. <laughs> it was like you should have been running too. Yeah, but it, I, I like
1: animals, so you know I wanted to pet it.
3: Mm, mm-hmm. No thanks, mm-hmm. not lizards. <laughs> I already had a run in with a lizard before. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to make himself at home. Um,
4: <laughs> and and I and yeah. I, th- I think for me when it comes to that, I agree. There has to be a balance mm-hmm. uh, because it's just one of those things. where it's okay to be emotional uh being a dude and i think that that's okay uh but it comes to a point where everything about you can't be soft. like to me is the turn off because to me part of being a man is that rough and that hardness and that you know i'm here for safety i don't want to feel like we both need rescuing
3: Mm yeah it's
0: a balance it's definitely
3: a balance yeah i went we went to the movies last night we saw oculus which is a scary movie um and uh Karen was on one side of me and <laughs> um, <laughs> on the other side of me was like the mother of one of the we went with uh the people from Shadow Dog Productions. We had a
4: good time.
3: And, yeah, it was real fun. It was scary. Well, like a couple it was like a couple actresses, Dexter, me and Karen and one of the actresses moms and uh she the mo- the mother was on the left side of my of my of my seat. Karen was on the right side and when it got scary they both were stretching my shirt to <laughs> i, was, I was just sitting up there like well i guess uh you know um as 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 far as we've come in 2014 i feel like if i would have been the one tugging up on their shirt scared they would have been like nigga what's wrong with you get your big ass off of me <laughs> you know it's like it don't work we ain't came that far i guess you know we came no, not like we got to a certain limit and it's like all right we equal but look nigga if we get in yeah. this movie theater your big ass better not be crying on me <laughs>
4: <laughs> and And I and I told her from the beginning, I'm a punk, so I already knew my face was gonna be shoved uh on the back side of your
5: shirt,
3: yeah, but uh, it's cool, man. We got a lot of articles and stuff to talk about, uh anyway, so uh, let's get into it, man. A lot of news happened, um. This is a uh, huge breaking news that uh, I'm sure Karen will not be pleased about. But
5: Uh-oh. <laughs> a 13
3: year study published in the American Journal of Epidemi- Epidemiology, okay, close enough, mm-hmm. has revealed that if you take naps during the day, your life is going to be short. Mm-mm, who made this lie up? The report. <laughs> this research that they did scientifically, <laughs> Karen. I
4: don't give a damn.
3: Um, <laughs> uh apparently uh it says that uh, um, uh among the 16,374 men and women who answered questions on napping habits between 1998 and 2000 a total of 3,251 died during the 13 year follow-up the biggest they gonna
4: risk die regardless sleeping ain't got nothing to do with that did they die in their sleep or some shit um, if they didn't, what are we talking about here?
3: The biggest risk comes from respiratory problems that napping is likely to induce or, as Stanford calls them, SRBDs. Don't know what that stands for. And nappers who slept during the day for more than an hour have more than double the chance of dying from a respiratory illness than those who didn't nap at all. And I have
4: a question. When they did this study, did uh did they talk about the health of the people? What were they eating? Like, I'm not trying to be funny mm-hmm. when I say this. It's like, is are you just going straight off a of nap and you're not taking any other outside factors into consideration?
3: Uh, no, I don't know. Okay, I
2: mean, because what kind of people have time to nap for more than an hour in the middle of the day every day?
3: Maybe people that are already sick, old right. people. Um, yeah, if that's a good point.
2: gonna die.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe it's like these naps is on my way to death. So nope. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 not no, 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 I, mm-hmm. I, I, am, am, I hate y'all. Mm-hmm.
4: I hate y'all for getting mm-hmm. your practice in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am 100% Republican on this one. I'm going to protest. I don't believe your lies.
3: Uh, okay. Well, the liberal left-wing media says in the United Kingdom, daytime napping is not part of the cultural norm in the absence of obvious disruption in nighttime sleep patterns. It remains plausible that napping might be an early sign of symptom dysregulation and a marker of future health problems. So, could be that too.
4: No, our lives. Like I said, (laughs) we're going to do a study. Let's talk about the size. Let's talk about the weight. Let's talk about what these people are eating. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about do their exercise. Just don't, just don't give me a, like, like, like if you did all those factors and said, okay, based off all these other factors, we monitor these people's lifestyles Mm -hmm. and then NAP affected it. Okay, we can talk, but don't, don't come to me and tell me I can't sleep in the goddamn middle of the day and I'm going to die tomorrow. (laughs) I'm not trying to hear that. Mm -mm. Your feelings are real hurt about this. Yes, they are. Lies. I tell you
3: lies.
2: Resist. resist sister
3: resist outcast (laughs) reunited uh at coachella um and uh me and karen saw this live yes Um, we did i took a nap that day so i was up in the middle of the night Uh, i had no idea this was about to happen i was just Mm -hmm. like watching tv and tweeting and shit and uh somebody was like oh yeah outcast about to come on coachella and so i went to youtube where it was free to watch coachella live and um I ended up staying up till four or something in the morning, and we yeah. just went that went out and got breakfast because yes, we, we were so fucking excited, and like wired. Watch like watching them perform, knowing like all the words to the, every song, and going crazy for uh you know Big Boy and Dre, and uh at one point uh um Future came out, which you know they could have skipped. They yeah, skipped. I ain't give a damn about him. Yeah, I know he signed to Dutch Family, but come on. um but uh you know it was just it was kind of cool and then um you know i I don't know did any of you guys see the performance at all i did i was up
1: with y'all because i was sick so i was up
3: okay so cj and Cobb, y'all both saw it i haven't seen it
2: yet i haven't seen it i want to though i want to see it
4: too oh okay we we had a good time and one thing i can say is that i for a situation like this, I love Twitter, uh, because yes. it was like, literally, Twitter parted harder than the crowd. Like, Twitter yeah. was more, you could feel the energy, it was more excited, people were dancing, people were singing, and it was funny though, because a lot of people was like, I'm trying not to, uh wake up my kids i'm trying not to wake up my neighbors i just i want to do the running man without stuffing my feet you know because it was like three or four in the morning so you like laying in the bed or 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 sitting on the chair like us watching trying to you know break dance without like screaming up to the top of your lungs every other lyric
3: yeah i was trying not to wake up the neighbors upstairs it's like every other song would come on i'd be like oh hey y'all i remember this and you know uh oh shit they about to do elevators you know so that was crazy um and then, yeah, Twitter kind of got a hold of it, and everybody was really excited. And then a lot of people got mad because, um one, you know, this is their first show in, like, I think seven years that they've done together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they were a little bit rusty, you know. Yeah. It wasn't, to me, terribly bad, but, like, they had a couple moments where, like, you know, uh that one of them will stop saying the words and the other one was supposed to start. And I mean literally a couple. I only noticed it a couple times. And then the other thing was that um the crowd just did not seem to be really into it what yeah i don't think coachella i
2: kept reading yeah yeah it was kind of weak energy it was was, at one point
3: i think andre even started performing with his back to the crowd which was funny um but um it was i think it was because honestly uh and this is just something that uh, i think our generation don't want to accept these kids young as shit
4: yeah, a lot, like a lot of them ca- this
3: is what happens when you don't do music for, you know, uh, X amount of years together when you used to be the biggest group in the world,
5: mm-hmm.
3: Um, mm-hmm. and then you come back at a young at a at a festival really for for the young people now, uh, young white people uh, who don't really know your music. I think if they would have done this at a different venue, mm-hmm. like if this would have happened in Atlanta, like the oh fucking Oh my God, goodness, yes. that's yes. yes. when
0: this, started it started.
3: Yeah, it would have got shut the fuck down. Like the city would have been shut down.
0: Absolutely. It would
3: look like when it snowed that one inch, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, just
3: people it on the streets. Have.
0: Cars abandoned on the highways. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like, everybody would
3: have been. People just jamming in the streets and shit.
0: Yep. It'd have been freak Nick,
4: <laughs> smash. <laughs> but like everybody just stopped on side of the road and started partying. Right.
3: They couldn't even hear the music. They were just new. And knew um, what was coming
2: next.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, you know, that was part of it. People and people really were angry with the crowd. I'm not angry with the crowd because in my mind I keep thinking like if twenty three year old Rod was at a concert and the headliner was um let's say I don't know, just uh the OJs. There's a chance that 23-year-old ride wouldn't appreciate it the way that, you know, my mama would. Or that,
5: yeah. You know, that, like I
3: try to have like cuz cuz people really were going in on those kids and it was like that's what's wrong with white people and shit. I was like, I man, they they just young, man. <laughs> yeah. Like let them kids people be young. Race. You know, I I guarantee some of us have been to places where we didn't didn't really respect or understand like what we were seeing at the time um, and then you grow up and you're like, wow, I was at Frankie Beverly and May's concert or something that you just, you know, it takes a while to know.
4: Yes. And also is several things. Number one, our asses is old. For a lot of us, this, this, their height was for a lot of people middle school and Mm -hmm. high school was like the height of their music for a lot of people or when they first got introduced on the scene. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us are in our 30s and 40s. So that's number one. And then number two, Coachella is not designed, was not, is not designed for them. And I think people don't understand that too. Like the atmosphere of Coachella is not conducive to
0: them.
3: Yeah, it's what been, is it
0: like? I've never been. I don't know much about it.
3: It's like a, a younger, hipper white crowd. Like mostly, like rock. Like uh, it's where they did the Tupac hologram. I don't know if you remember that. That performed. Okay. Um, like it's 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 more of a hip crowd. Kanye West has done it. Um, Wiz Khalifa, like in the past, and Outkast is probably the biggest get in my opinion for them but at the same time it's not in their demographic so it's it's like to me i wasn't like that's the beauty of the internet i didn't give a fuck about the crowd we were the crowd like twitter all these people that you know like you know like i just saw people tweeting the lyrics and it's like four in the morning yeah and to me that was crump Cause I'm sitting Mm -hmm. in my, in my house, like doing the lyrics and, and and dancing and fucking bobbing in my seat and shit. And, you know, like to me, that was, that was what was up. So, you know, I I think,
2: you know, another mm -hmm. thing about it might be is like, we, for us, it's like seeing the reunion, right? Mm -hmm. you know, because we saw like the, the slow breakup and we're like, are they coming back? Are they ever Mm going to perform again together? Cause it was like an ongoing thing. So this is like an additional chapter to a story that got left off. And that's Mm -hmm. another reason why probably the audience wouldn't appreciate it or appreciate them and that performance the same way. Cause we've been waiting on this for years. Exactly.
1: And you know, today's music and music fans, the younger fans, they lack nostalgia. Mm -hmm. They move with whatever the trend is and they don't go back and revisit, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So if you Mm -hmm. stay out of the public and you're, you're not current then you are a passing thing is so passe. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that we have moved into a generation of music listeners where they are in their current generation, mm-hmm. you know, so they're, they're more intra generational versus intergenerational. Yeah. So, you know, when we were growing up, you know, I listened to the OJs because every black mama and every black father or Mexican father in my case, mm-hmm. um, when on Saturday mornings, you would play the music, you would have to clean, clean up. up. So you would listen, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you, you heard the OJs, you heard the Ohio players and all the rest of that. And then you get. The our today's hip-hop artists that, you know, when I say today is like 30s and 40s, so the mm-hmm. Commons and the Kanye's and the Jay-Z's, they sample that music. Mm-hmm. So they brought it yeah. with us into mm-hmm. hip-hop. And then, you know, so again, there's this separation now where we we can identify with several different generations of music and even the current, but the young folks... They've lost that pathway some way. So when you play a Kanye West song and we like, yo, that's that sting sample or that's that, you know, this mm-hmm. sample. The kids don't have a reference point. They think that's some new shit.
3: Yes, uh, that's a good point, man. I-, I would also add that uh kids now are inundated with free music
0: yeah you know
3: like when we were coming have up to invest
0: in it so, yeah, yeah you
3: had to buy some shit or you, you had to
4: search for like you physically had to go to the record store go to the yeah but even
3: store. if you even if you physically search for it, you got to go buy it
4: yes you do so yeah. it's like
3: while you're buying some shit uh you're a little more invested in it you need it to be better and mm-hmm. you don't have as much choice so you spending time with those records that you mm-hmm. wouldn't really get to spend time like now i don't know how kids like I, it's almost like in a way they can be better, quote-unquote, fans of the genre now because they can, like, literally get it all free. So it's like if you really want to put in the time, I'm sure there's kids that can quote 37 different rappers right now to you. Like, oh, no, nah, this dude did that, and he signed with them, and now this dude isn't signed. You ain't heard of it. Like, I'm, I've had conversations with kids now where it's just like, well, have you heard of this? And I'm like, nah, and I kind of stay up on shit. And I'm like, nah, I yeah. ain't heard of that. Oh, okay, yeah, you need to check him out, man. He kind of sounds like so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm like okay, I know those two people, you know, so, so, you know, I, I think the free music definitely has changed it too. Yeah.
5: You
2: yeah. know what? Um, I think also if you're speaking culturally, the whole idea of everybody being up on Saturday morning, cleaning up and listening to one mm-hmm. source of music that doesn't happen. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like we all have our own, like everyone has their own device if we're all up and cleaning at the same time. That's true.
3: true. And also like, let's say it was an older crowd, but the same like demographics of white people with money. They probably would be like, oh, it's outcast." When are they gonna play Caroline, uh, Caroline, uh, I mean, Roses, when are they gonna play Hey you mm-hmm. When are they gonna play, songs uh.
4: songs that I'm familiar with. Right. Like they, like. Radio songs. Yeah.
3: Like when them dropping elevators in that crowd would have probably not gone as well at anywhere with, with that type of crowd. You know what I mean? So. Yeah you know i think that was a lot of it
4: and also too i think it's also how we listen to music mm. because like for me it's a lot of shit i'm just not gonna be up on and i understand that mm-hmm. because if there's something that i like and i love i will listen to that shit repeatedly sometimes for months it, and yeah. months and months mm-hmm. on end and that is all i'm consumed with and yeah. people don't listen to music like that no more People mm-hmm. they listen, they catalog it, they write a think piece, they post it on the internet, and then they move on to the next shit. Mm-hmm. And they it's like it, it, it's like if you don't catch me, you're instant classic or you're not, you know. Yeah. Versus how I listen to music, it might be something. I'm like that's some bullshit. Three months later, that's my shit. Mm-hmm. Like because I've said and I listen to it. Or well, either. you don't
3: have as much a choice because it costs money. You know what I mean? Like even it's, with
4: free music. I'm just an even, no. I'm, I'm okay. saying,
3: l- l- hear me out. I'm saying. When you're, say, 15 and you buy, um, I don't know, you buy Southern Playlist of Cadillac music. Mm -hmm. You don't like it. Nigga, your $15 is gone.
5: Yes, it is. So you
3: gonna listen (laughs) to Southern Playlist of Cadillac music (laughs) and you gonna try to find something to appreciate about it because you can't just go download the next album for free. You know what I mean? I think that is definitely a new thing. It, okay. You know, in music, I think that I think people, I think people disregard how free, uh, st- oh, free <laughs> how stealing shit has basically changed the way that human beings absorb media. Like, if you can just free steal some shit, get some new shit, I think people just become less attached to things on a certain level because you didn't invest in much, as, as much in getting it, and I think. Uh Folks want to deny that. Someone actually, we talked about this last week, and someone actually hit me on Twitter. And they they were like, here's a book artist, uh author. Here's an author. And he was like, hey, um, I, my shit got pirated, and I was very upset. Uh, I have poetry books, and I, I was mad. But then I started to realize that where it was being pirated, my sales went up and so after a while i was like hey why don't we actually release the book for free for a month and then my sales went up even more and all this stuff and so pirating has helped me sell a lot of stuff to people that wouldn't about my stuff anyway and i'm like that's cool that makes sense in the case of a book but everything is in a book Mm -mm. the record industry and the movie industry has been crippled by uh Mm -hmm. by, by by the lack of um sales because people were able to pirate in the past you know so it, I feel like people just kind of take it for granted, but pirating does change people. It does. Uh, it doesn't always help these companies. It doesn't always help these artists, um, but uh, people have been changed and we're just going to have to deal with the idea that they expect shit for free now. Yeah. And it kind of has changed fans. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, these kids aren't necessarily going back and getting this old shit. Cause they can get so much new shit for free. When do you ever have time to go back and listen to the old shit?
4: That That's true. And I think about what you said. I I think a lot of the way I listen to music, which I I, I thought about what you said, the way I listen to music is probably based off of what you said. So I'm yeah. more apt to listen to music like that because I still have those music listening habits.
3: Yeah, that's like how you were. Generation. We yeah. were shaped. We were yeah. molded that way. We didn't have a choice. Like, you know, nigga, if I could just walk into any goddamn record store and get as much shit as I want. Like, I probably wouldn't be deep into half the artist I am now, cause I would've just cop some more shit. Like, that's oh, a good point. I like that Trial called Quest. I'm not gonna listen to it till the words fall off. I'm yeah. actually gonna just go cop some other shit, cause it's free, it's all free. Like, yeah. But, um, anyway, Cass was out, and, uh, I don't blame, uh, the, the kids at the crowd, whatever. No, I, don't I, I really don't.
4: I got mad at them for cutting them off. Other than that, I was good.
3: Which, honestly, I found out that, that, them, Having to leave stage at whatever it was in the morning there, mm-hmm. that was not really about them being cut off. It was, um, there's overage fees and union fees and shit yeah. that they would have oh. had to pay. And all of a sudden, uh, they would have been losing money <gasps> to, mm. uh, do that. Um, okay. and California does not play about that kind of shit. So <sighs> they had to cut the show short uh which sucked man um because killer mike flew all the way out there and they was just about to do the whole world to end it and uh they couldn't but no yeah. yeah but they're gonna keep performing they're supposed to be doing it like i want to say like over the next two weekends or something like that so like they'll be performing more and uh i'm assuming the show will tighten up as it goes um
4: yeah i'd rather had him than <coughs> fucking future and can damn oh, future. Yeah. Fuck future yeah that's
3: true um so let's oh, talk I about oh. i like future Mm-mm. see these ladies like future karen okay, so there thing, i don't
2: think i can listen i don't like i couldn't go to a future concert no, mm-hmm. no well that's what this like was
3: future.
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Here, here's
3: the problem with that i had with future coming out um nigga outcast back together not now <laughs> Just not now. This is like it's like the kid trying to sit at the grown table at Thanksgiving. Not now. We playing spades and drinking.
4: Yeah, and i and I think that's what made me mad. I was like, I I did, I'm not up at four in the morning to see no fucking future.
3: Yeah, it was like right after Janelle Monae, and then they mentioned Prince was backstage, and then Future comes out, and you're like, mm, what nah, happened?
5: I'm good.
3: Like how you, how'd you sneak out here, bro? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, ladies, let's talk about some some women's issues.
4: Uh-oh. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> this, this, Russell, this
3: old boy. This. Eight laws to keep women in line that are somehow still on the books. Oh,
5: oh,
4: wow. It's cool. more than that. You only found eight?
3: This is what the article is. I didn't make them all up. Uh, did you guys know in Cleveland, the home of the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm. that it is illegal to show underboob. Well, I'm what? going to jail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna
0: need the chat room to sure, get my bear. Yeah. I need the <laughs> stated bell, in money. the in
2: the bylaw. Like, yeah, what a, What's the legal term for underboob?
3: A chapter of the Cleveland City Code of Ordinances entitled "Obscenity and Sex Offenses" defines nudity as a female breast with less than a full opaque covering of any portion thereof below the top of the uh, the nipple. So, so
1: that's side boob too.
3: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Any portion thereof below the top of the nipple. While most public indecency laws are aimed at keeping just the areola under wraps, yeah. Cle- Cleveland lawmakers, with the extra mile to shelter <laughs> and protect its citizens from the lower portion of the human breast.
4: We don't want no boobies out.
3: Additionally, an ordinance called prohibited conduct bans serving patrons while exposing any portion of the female breast at or below the areola thereof. So under boob is not even allowed at Hooters in Cleveland. Oh,
4: wow. oh snap. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they don't got no titty joints. Well, I mean, they're yeah,
2: good with cleavage. You go? you can't, they're good with I mean,
0: cleavage, but not under boob. Mm-hmm. But
2: what about when you go to the strip club and you want to order your wings? Yeah.
3: Apparently, you can't get them from the stripper. You're going to have to get them from, I guess, they strippers must wear some some weird looking clothes.
1: That's <laughs> just—that's <laughs> crazy. What if you're trying to scratch your back and then your boob just get, you know, mm-hmm. discombobulated in this situation? You ain't got no control over that. D-
3: discombobulated. Sounds like, <laughs> uh, in certain states like Massachusetts, <laughs> in certain states like Massachusetts and Idaho, you still can't have unmarried sex.
5: No,
3: yeah, yeah. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that people are really
0: laws.
5: Absolutely
2: yeah. not.
3: I want to be the cop that arrests people for this shit. <laughs> uh mind? Sir, I know you called nine one one because the house is on fire and everything, but um. Couldn't help noticing there's only one bed in the uh, in the house. And couldn't
4: help noticing there's no wedding rings. Yeah, here.
3: don't see any rings on any fingers. I'm gonna have to take you guys in for fornication.
1: That's
3: uh, crazy. <laughs> many states will still have anti-fornication laws on the books despite our living in a post Sex in the City universe. <coughs> Snarky, um, where any Samantha and Charlotte can sleep or not sleep with whoever they she like. Uh, anyway, yeah, and yet well, they got choices now yeah in massachusetts virginia georgia idaho mississippi north carolina utah and south carolina it's still against the written law for an unmarried men for unmarried men and women to engage in sexual intercourse
0: you said georgia
3: uh massachusetts yeah. virginia north carolina georgia idaho <laughs> mississippi North Dakota, I mean, North Carolina, Utah and South Carolina. So even in our state,
0: I'm tapped out. I was,
3: I know we was breaking (laughs) the law.
4: I clear. And you know what? My thing is this, whenever they charge you with crimes or they charge that nobody tags this as one of those small crimes. They're like, and yeah, you get another five to 10 for fucking for being unmarried. Yeah.
3: You know what they should do, man? If I was like trying to make somebody wait for it on a date, I would just bring up the law yeah it's like you know girl i'm just trying to get <laughs> up in there uh, well hold up now player you know that's illegal
4: that's right. five to ten
2: right we can go
3: 10. to jail for that i'm not going to jail for you get that on my record look it <laughs> up um <laughs> judges you have
0: marry me though and we can make it happen yeah marry
3: me and then it'll be legal we can do this Ju- okay and
2: that's and that's when it gets creepy right because who the fuck wants to hear that
0: yeah,
5: uh, yeah i mean
3: turn-off. it's not your fault though because it's the law <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It's the law. That's that's a good excuse. It's not like religious. It's the law. Like, I, you know, you don't got to go to church with me, but you're definitely not getting up in this until we uh, get married. Judges have ruled against the Virginia and Georgia law since 2003's Lawrence versus Texas Supreme Court ruling, which effectively decreed the end of all morals legislation. These statutes would, would not stand up in any court today, but even if they aren't enforced, laws are meant to reflect the values and beliefs of the majority. So neglecting to take time to improve codes of conduct isn't doing anyone any favor. Yeah, I, I hate that they won't take some of these off. They uh,
4: need to because it's dumb.
3: In states like Louisiana and Alabama, the sale of sex toys is prohibited.
4: Mm, wow, you know what? Yeah, because even with Adam and Eve, then some. Some of my fans said I tried to order some Adam and Eve, but my state won't let them send it
3: here. Wow. Um, Georgia and Lu- Louisiana and Alabama have laws that explicitly prohibit the sale of obscene devices defined as any object useful primarily for the stimulation of human genital genital organs. Why
2: and- are you it Georgia couldn't it- possibly? It can be because yeah, that can't be.
3: In Louisiana, offenders may be charged $2,500 and in prison for three years. Oh. And the, the Georgia law calls for misdemeanor charge of high aggravated nature. But down in the heart of Dixie, anyone caught hawking dildos is guilty of a misdemeanor punishable by a $10,000 fine and one year of hard labor.
4: Oh, so you can't have no passion parties?
3: Subsequent <laughs> offenses are considered a felony. I just keep picturing, like, the Georgia underground dildo railroad
1: exactly i was like That's <laughs> a, that is so creepy you walking uh, down one of the whole you know one of the streets and and you got some shady character saying pss, 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 yo yo i got them dildos <laughs>
3: <though."> <laughs> open up a trench coat with just different dildos <laughs> I, got <them> bullets.
4: <laughs> I got them bullets for
3: you yeah. I, I got the new one. it
4: works i got the batteries mine yeah. covered batteries hey you girl you look like
3: you into some rabbits you into some rabbits,
4: rabbits. how about some dolphins i got some yeah. dolphins for you you
3: holding in it you holding in it
4: I got some bees. You know, this one shakes and turns, girl. You holding any eggs? This one glows in the dark. (laughs) This
0: one rotates and thrusts. Right.
3: (laughs) Virginia. You know you uh, can't get this nowhere else. Virginia, a state that is supposedly for lovers, uh, also bans obscene items. And while those are plainly defined, legal observers have decided the description includes vibrators and similar devices. Interestingly, lawmakers in all of these places have chosen to regulate devices primarily used by women, while other sexual facilitators, i.e. Viagra, continue to disrupt television time with the family. Yes. Well, I will say that Viagra is a different, it's medical, okay, it's not necessarily the same if you want to say the fleshlight now that is a yeah
0: they do have sleeves right
3: yeah that is a pretty accurate uh comparison and if they're not regulating fleshlight then uh that's fucked up
4: and and i guess the thing is like okay i can't get a deal though but yet i got the for a lot of women like, i got to sit here and watch you prince this man around talk about appeal to make your dick get hard but yet i can't go buy a dick get out of here and i think for a lot of women that's like no if that's the case you know if we're gonna ban it you know it's like banded across the board. I just think the whole thing is dumb. Mm-hmm. And and was I think the thing that's crazy to me is like you don't never see them. I want our butt plugs banned. I wonder our like, sounds say, like it. fleshlights banned or Yeah,
3: why well, sounds like all that blow shit. Blow up is dolls banned. Probably. Okay.
0: Let me let me just say that I don't even care because I'm tired of all those things. I'm ready for the real shit. Like mm. <laughs> all of these toys right now well i've exhausted the op- the
3: i will knowledge. say that uh they the two are not mutually exclusive you can have no it's
0: not but what i'm saying is
3: they have been for me for a while and oh, I, okay I understood <laughs> understood i'm not i'm not knocking you. everybody got their preferences and i feel you
4: yeah i like to have a party with both the mm. modem area in
3: okay. florida <laughs> in florida michigan and mississippi you can't live with your boyfriend mm. cohabitation laws in florida Michigan and Mississippi make it technically illegal for an unmarried man and woman to lo- wait a minute some of these laws keep saying it's against women but they're against everybody yes they are yeah, like that last that roommates. last one is against sex like, yes that is I can't have a flashlight. you can't have a dildo this one we can't live together the other one was fornication which is, you know, that's everybody.
4: Yeah, a lot of these rules, I just we want to stop people from fucking rules. Yeah, why y'all
3: so interested yeah. in keeping people from fucking? What's so bad about coming? What ha-
4: What happened if yeah. your roommates? Yeah, yeah, maybe
3: if y'all did it more, these laws would not be on the books.
4: Exactly.
3: Yeah. I would have I would have voted, but I needed a nap and a sandwich, so I didn't make it.
4: Yeah, they say I'll be dying <clears throat> in three days anyway. Yeah,
3: lewdly and lasciviously associate and cohabitate with each other is illegal. Uh, for unmarried men and women the punishment for doing so is a misdemeanor charges and guilty parties may be fined and placed in jails so um, you can't
4: be a roommate with the opposite sex
3: not if you're having sex Mm-mm.
4: how do they know this
3: i um, assuming you're both happy
4: oh Lord. you know what that's kind of
2: like remember the tv show Three's company mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and they had to make it very clear that they that no one was dating and like for a minute i think it wasn't he was acting like he didn't really live there, or something like that
3: mm-hmm. kind like
2: don't. reflects that law.
3: Mm, i don't I don't remember honestly, I'm not gonna lie lie. Because, uh, oh. uh, I didn't get to watch many threes company um but uh. I might need to go back now. I, you know. I,
4: I wonder, our landlords going to take the time? Cause I know exactly what you're talking about. Like that landlord would just pop around and pop yeah, up and show, he would up. Just show up. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. I thought it was cause he was the landlord was approved. I know it was illegal, although it might have been now that I'm, yeah. now that I know these laws, I mm-hmm. didn't know these laws either.
4: Yeah. And I thought the landlord was gay. So yeah. Hey. Um, he always wore that scarf.
2: Yes. He, he did. did.
3: Um, in one California town, you can't wear high heels without a permit.
4: Okay. Uh, oh, so how many okay. so how many inches off the ground?
3: Uh, it see in Carmel, California, any woman who wishes to traipse about the street rocking shoes over 2 inches high with less than 1 square inch heel surface area must pick up a permit from City Hall.
4: Huh. <laughs> That's a All The damn hills. I don't see you across. The wearing, who the fuck is wearing
2: a 2-inch
3: heel? Mm. <laughs> yeah that's a low well, in Carmel california um I guess uh it's a liability issue. Permits are free uh but they relieve them from any liability for damages to him or herself to uh, to others caused by her falling, her her or his falling upon the public streets or sidewalks uh Get so it's like together. it'll
0: become a rites of passage for for young adolescent women it's like now you can go
3: get your heel-wearing permit. Right. Exactly. Today, you become a woman. <laughs>
2: right.
3: Uh, mm. In Massachusetts. In Massa-
2: wait, is the language of the law her or his?
3: Yeah, her or him.
2: Mm. Okay, so they're progressive enough to acknowledge it. Yeah,
3: like I said, some like of these... The person in this article, is, I, I think, is a little sexist because some of these is not even about women. You know, <laughs> it's about both, about anybody. Uh, in Massachusetts, you can't advertise birth control through the mail. uh New this this is news to me. Oh. I didn't know you could advertise birth control through the mail. Period.
5: Mhm. Yeah.
3: I didn't even know that. So people just get like, fly. Hey, you right. stop having all them kids.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the 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 thing about it, is, which I'm glad they changed the laws. Think about it, what we fucked up was like if you would go to the doctor and you would say I want to get on birth control periods, they had to stop companies from purchasing and buying people's names or let's say you find out you're pregnant, they had to stop companies from buying and purchasing people's names because doctors would would put it out there and people would get this information and all of a sudden your uh, mailbox would be flooded with hey, you're pregnant? Hey, you like want some birth control pills? Here's several kinds. And what happened was that uh, husbands and wives would fall out. People would find People would mm-hmm. cheat, and they got sued because they was like, okay, I'm pregnant, but I might not want my spice, my spouse to know. I might want to get an abortion without their consent. You know, all kinds of shit. You just can't be flooding people mailboxes with foolishness like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-uh. Um, so yeah, you could be fired up to a thousand dollars or sent to prison for three years.
4: And melan is any form
3: for- of birth control, by the way, including condoms oh so, my yeah not just uh the pill
4: so they make you go to the store and i'm not even gonna lie it is convenient as shit to have that shit sent to your house monthly
3: no 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 you can't advertise oh advertise not nah, you okay. can get it mailed or whatever but you can't advertise it um, oh so
4: they don't got no trojan commercials on the tvs there they just take it out there because a black doing that time yeah it's just through the mail right
3: yeah just through the mail Karen. okay just through the mail karen is like i'm not listening to none of this <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, fuck, fuck what you actually just said. You said birth control. I have a, a lot oh, of right. thoughts. She's like, yes, I sir.
1: stand in protest against all shit today. Right. Yes.
3: I'm like, no, don't, don't take it away, honey, no. As per North Carolina's definition of rape, you can't change your mind about giving consent. <laughs> in 1979.
5: <Wait>. Uh.
3: <laughs> nope, in 1979, the North Carolina Supreme Court ruling decreed that sex must be consensual, but that consent could not be withdrawn during a single act of intercourse. That is to say, rape isn't rape in the state of North Carolina if a lady says yes, then no, after the act has begun.
2: Mm-hmm. Hell no. That's like, mm-hmm. nah, no take backs. Right. No take
0: backs. Mm-hmm. Don't be started.
3: Don't be an Indian giver. Mm-hmm. This ruling allowed the state district attorney's office to dismiss a case as recently as 2010 when a teen girl accused Charlotte high schooler Oswaldo Sambo of rape since the girl initially gave consent before asking Sambo to stop no rape has occurred the office stated critics meanwhile have called for this sorely needed change to state law changes to state law so
4: yes cuz just because we started at, if at any time i say no that that is this is the end of the penis vagina transaction
3: yeah i don't know
4: how you even <clears throat>
2: that's the, that's the most troubling law so far yeah
3: and also but the thing is like i don't know how people prove that Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know why that needs to be a law, because I don't even know how you prove or disprove that. Like, if there's two people there and they're just like, I said, I said okay, then I said no, and then he kept going. Like, if there's only two people in the room, it's going to be your word against his and his word against yours. Yeah,
4: so basically, the law is like, you can rape bitches. Right.
3: Like, why does that need to be a law in the first place? And then, because, like I said, I don't know how you disprove it or prove it, but mm-hmm. then, to, for the law to assume like well obviously the dude's right and, you know what you know i mean what? like and, why what
5: and
4: this law was old so a lot yeah. of this is into that blaming women for having you should have been fucking so what's well, not
3: even that oh 1979 you know what i mean like not, i was alive
4: yeah that's 30 <laughs> What 35 years old the but rest
3: the rest of these laws are like 1842 we decided that uh men and women should not cohabitate but th- this shit is like 1979 we was like you know what what is rape right am i right guys all right
4: <laughs> but, but but it's still <laughs> old compared to somebody like 18 to 21 you don't even know that
3: this is a fucking law yeah i'm sure a lot of people yeah yeah so I, once that's the crazy. head's
0: in it's over for you like you can't just put the head in and be like didn't like the yeah. way it felt no thank you You're yeah like, yes and no so
3: aka the just the tip law uh, is just what the they call tip this law one tip drill law right it's right. like you can keep going man God, that's the law some dude right now is trying i just helped some dude probably like, right. so wait all i gotta do is get it to get the tip in okay can you right. sign rapists
2: all around are like oh maybe this sets some kind of precedent
3: right darren sharp or somewhere like damn why i keep traveling <laughs> right. from state to state should have stayed in north carolina
1: i messed around got in the wrong state and got confused
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, right i can't follow all these rules in right. South Carolina and Mississippi, is a punishable offense to make a marriage proposal and not follow through.
5: Oh wow! Oh wow! wow. Oh, now see, wow. is that
3: one holding women back? Why did this law make it? I feel like this law is not holding women back. Like this one is should be holding men back because men be proposing and then you get stuck, bruh. Oh yeah! This, it's like this, is like the just the tip law for women.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yes. It is. Right. That's you know, exactly. It the perfect analogy right. <laughs> yes. had a on it, law.
3: yeah this yes. one should be called the but you said law
4: <laughs> yeah oh you know what i think some woman got angry and was like and got her heart broken Like, fuck i'm gonna make this a law ain't no other woman gonna have to go through this girl if he if he put a box out with a ring he got to marry your ass
3: yeah I guess it depends on how old the law is. It's probably some dude with an ugly daughter and he just happened to be a judge. He's, mm-hmm. like, yeah. he's like, well, nobody married my daughter, man. Um, so
5: if you
1: say it, you stuck.
3: Yes. Right. How many dudes are like, woo, didn't, I'm glad I didn't say that in Mississippi or <laughs> South Carolina. Like
1: That's right. the truth.
3: You know what I mean? What,
1: you changing the game up for a whole lot of fellas because you know a lot of dudes use that to get some ass when well, you're exactly. trying to marry you, girl
3: girl you know we need i want you to be my wifey well sign here wait hold up hold up now
0: well i did record this right, so right.
3: you are legal. i would you hate to have to. record i'd hate to have to take you to court but i mean i gotta could do you, I gotta could do.
1: you imagine that i don't like the people's court here comes, <laughs> oh, comes shanae jenkins washington <laughs> the plaintiff walking in like let, let me tell you something judge let me tell you something he said to me he got down on his knees he was talking to my mama and him i'm supposed to be married he don't have no right to rip the back out of this <laughs> no way
4: yeah and, and then the dude was be, be like well i got her ring yesterday john i had planned on marrying her but it didn't go right what mm. you mean i still gotta marry her Right. Or
2: niggas will get creative and they won't call it an engagement ring. They'll the call it, the, you know, like, promise ring. <laughs> promise Promise
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 If, they, if they do the spirit if ring version, CJ, they might be able to get you. <laughs> oh, I <ain't laughs>
4: never heard the spirit ring now. It was
1: a spirit ring. Proposal. The spirit proposal. CJ had a spirit, spiritual
2: ceremony. <laughs> Now what's
1: this?
3: Wait, is the spirit proposal like the, the, the ring on the other hand of Captain, uh, planet no, or what? No, there was,
2: there was no actual ring. It oh. was <laughs> imaginary. Ring. It was just...
4: Sp- <laughs> also, every, was everything was in spirit. Mm. It was
2: invisible,
4: right, in spirit. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know, you know, I'm old, cause I'm trying to tell you right now, motherfucker, give me a promise ring. I was like, nigga, <clears> get out my
3: face. Whatever it takes to get the draws. Am I right, fellas? Come on. Like, hey, could try. you
4: imagine the you know, I, know how
1: they have they have the witnesses? You know how they have the witnesses mm-hmm. on people's court. You know, and then or Judge Judy, she'd be like, "Who is this?" And then it'll be the dude. He'd be like, "Yo, this my boy T. It's my yeah. boy T. He was there when we was smoking weed. We was playing spades. I told T, I ain't marrying that bitch. Right. I'm just trying to fuck. T be like, I heard the whole thing, yeah.
3: Judge. I heard the whole thing. Yeah, bros for bros for hoes, Your Honor. I mean, I had to invoke bros for hoes. um uh so i think um johnny depp is secretly gay um and yes. uh, uh i've been thinking this for a while but he's married to i mean well not married but uh dating or something with uh amber Heard, who's a really hot model actress chick um about you know maybe a quarter his age or something but he just gave off that gay vibe to me nothing wrong with that but um like i thought this was kind of a beard move when he got with her and then i read this article where he said he is so romantic he wakes her up in the middle of the night singing silly songs and something about this just feels like he trying too hard man like nobody does that
0: No, not
3: if you want to live yeah like i'm trying to tell you what woman you know you can wake up in the middle of the night with a silly song that you made up Talking about it's cause I'm romantic and not get cussed out.
0: Mm.
3: Maybe Mm. once. Maybe one time. One
0: time. Yeah. One
3: time. (laughs) Oh, that was cute. Don't you try that no more. Right. But that
0: was really cute and sweet.
3: Yeah, she'll like she'll placate you that night, like, oh, that's sweet. And then in the morning you're gonna get a talk.
1: (laughs) Be like, yo, babe, we gotta talk about this.
3: (laughs) You know I gotta go to work in the morning. And uh what you did last night while it was sweet. Don't you ever, ever, never, ever, ever, (laughs) never, ever.
4: Wake me up for no more foolishness unless it's an emergency. Yeah, he said. Like,
1: well, it might depend on what type of song he's singing. I mean, if you, I'm sleeping and you all in my ear talking about the itsy bitsy spider, <laughs> climb up, the, like then that's, that's gonna get scary. you punched in the face, right there. <laughs> but like if you, if you like roll up on me and you start singing the whisper song, you know, let me tell you something, Mama. Let me do. i will be like, oh shit, there <laughs> you see my dick. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> over there. you know what I mean. Oh, uh, it says here. uh he, he gushed about how romantic he is in real life and many he's romantic enough not to be afraid to wake up a loved one in the middle of the night with a silly song like something really really bad he also reminisced about kissing jimmy kimmel on the funny Man show monday night i lose control when i'm around him jimmy there's something about him so oh,
4: no man's moves a uh, little crash
3: <clears throat> yeah oh um so yeah man i'm yes. just saying
4: and and you know i I agree now it's a difference between what song you hit me with would we'll, we'll probably depend on how i respond you know you hit me with the nursery rhymes we're gonna have some issues
3: pharrell is in the news oh
4: because <clears throat> he's happy uh,
1: yes
3: he is <laughs> have y'all seen that picture of the good morning america crowd with uh where everybody's supposed to be like pharrell's coming and everybody has on shirts that are like happy and signs like happy and, hats. and one dude has a ha- happy hat on and he's not smiling at all <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he just threatened to kill some i'm gonna put it in the chat but it looks like he just like literally a couple seconds ago was like i will kill every nigga in here and then <laughs> and then they just like snapped the picture he was like why did y'all take my picture you know, I got warrants. Um, let me find the picture on our website. But, um, so Pharrell got in, you know, famously in trouble with, uh, some black women because the cover of his girl, um, uh, um, what do you call that album?
5: Mm-hmm. That album
4: was the bomb. I love that album.
3: Yeah. The cover of it, uh, people s- accused him of like, uh, not first. It was he didn't have any black women on it. Um, uh, which, uh, turned out to not be true. <clears throat> Uh, that's that's the picture, by the way, in the chat, guys. Um, which turned out to, He is not happy at all. Like, everybody is geeked up, and that dude in the middle is looking like, bitch, where's my money?
4: And his hat just says, big-ass happy. His face yeah. is like, I am not pleased.
3: Not. Yeah. Right. That dude, like, he just found out the kid wasn't his. Right. He got that text <laughs> yeah. and looked up. His uh, hat just
1: say "Mui Ma. He's mad. Right.
3: It's like, why she dragged me out here? um so yeah uh anyway so you know he had the the big kind of uproar online where people were like kind of like you know hey why is it there uh you know why isn't a black woman first of all why isn't there a black woman then it turns out well why isn't the black woman more prominent she's in the back um so it, it was uh you know kind of kind of controversial especially for a guy who routinely has gotten a lot of credit from the black community for, um, you know, showing black love, man, like having black women in his videos, having black women, uh, you know, um, prominently featured in his, uh, stage, uh, act and all this stuff. Um, it was just kind of odd to see people kind of turn on him, um, uh, so quickly. Um, uh, but he, so he didn't really say much. And then finally he wrote, uh, I guess he, he, uh, he wrote something about, um, you know, about the whole situation, He says, uh, let's see, there were people who criticized you for not including more black women on the cover of girl. How do you feel about that? And he said, do you want me to be honest with you? It's insecurity. If you love who you are, and I'm not saying that there's not a plight out there for people who have different skin colors, because Mexicans go through just as much discrimination if not more discrimination than black people do in this country. Right. That's why I wrote Marilyn Monroe, man. That's what that which makes you different is what makes you special. You don't gotta be waif, white, and thin to be beautiful. You can be anything that you wanna be. And that, and what I chose to do is put my friends on the cover. The girl that was closest to me is black, but they didn't know that, so they jumped the gun. It wasn't all black women. There were a lot of black women there that were really angry at some of those girls, at some of those girls, but some of those girls are the ones that instantly get mad when you don't see somebody that's dark. And it's like, yo, you don't need nobody to represent you. You represent you. You represent the best version of who you could be. You go out there and change the world because I'm black and I wouldn't trade my skin color for nothing. I'm a black man. I'm happy to be black. And Anybody that is not happy to be black will point around and ask for that type kind of sympathy. But the thing is, let's not ask nobody for no more sympathy. <clears throat> let's get together ourselves and support ourselves. It doesn't make sense to me. What kind of divisiveness is not necessary? That kind of divisiveness is not necessary at a time when we're supposed to be unifying. That's what happiness is all about. And if you look at my happy video, I had everybody in there. Fat, skinny, gay, straight, purple, polka dot, plaque, gingham print houndstooth alien i fucking had dogs in there i had children in there i had kids in there i'm the most indiscriminate person that there is i believe in equality so which is it is it president is president obama black or not since you're so mad is he black or not come on man we ain't got time for that. We are black people. This is the new black. Oprah Winfrey, that's the new black. She's a black billionaire. President Obama, he's a black American president. Regardless of what you think about him, this is his second term. That's the new black. LeBron James, the first black man ever shot on a Vogue cover. a black man. Me, a guy who's written songs at 40, nominated for an Oscar Four Grammy Awards at 40. That's the he's new 40? black.: Yep. Wow. He's, he's a Highlander well,
0: looks like he's 17 years
3: old. Yeah, he's a Highlander. Um, that, that's the, that's the new black. And by the way, a song that has transcended my lyrics, my own intention, that has become a movement and help cancer patients. That's the new black. Black ain't a color. Black is a spirit and it is ubiquitous. In fact, there's more black out in space than there is in the stars. We have nothing to be insecure about. So, uh, what do y'all think about that, man? Cause I'm not a black woman, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, he did get criticized and then he kind of, brought this up and i saw some people even had problems with this statement so what do y'all think about it kind of i guess y'all are hearing it for the first time
0: yeah i'll say that we we talked about colorism on our last show is not yet out but mm-hmm. um so i wanted i want to give two sides of it one i understand where he's coming from i do think black is diversely represented across the color spectrum and a- across the class and ex- spectrum in a number of ways however i do think that there is an underrepresentation of particularly dark-skinned black women Mm. and i'm only saying that maybe because of my bias but it's also a reality and i did a study on it when i was in my second year where i looked at i looked at music videos of hip-hop artists and i also looked at hbcu university presidents and who was represented based on um (coughs) Paper bag tests. And mm. if I'm going to be honest, the representation on both of those levels in a pop culture setting and in a higher education setting was that nine out of 10 people were able to pass the paper bag test. And that does speak to representation of people who are of darker complexions.
3: Mm. So you think, he, um, his, I guess, so in the context of what he's saying though, what do you think about, I guess, his whole like it it comes from insecurity no i
0: think that there he gets to make a choice because of his product and his
3: his ability to market
0: i wouldn't say that it comes from insecurity if there's a reality backing it but i do think that insecurity also exists it's not mutually exclusive you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. that some people do feel insecure and there might be reason if you're not represented well in the media
3: okay what do you think about it uh anybody else want to offer up their thoughts
2: um I think, yeah, I take issue with him calling it insecurity when, yeah, like Ken said, it's based, it's based on reality. The criticism is based in reality. Whether the woman is actually black or not, like, she's not, there's no visible color spectrum on that album. And if he took, if he wants to look at the album in isolation, then his analysis makes sense. But if you look at it in the, Complete context of a lack of certain people being represented, I think is valid, and I also think that it's kind of arrogant of him to to assume that he can tell people tell people mm. he is he is not um in the he has a male privilege that's what I'm saying, and he in the, in his privileged position, I don't think he has the right really to like discount um, the criticism just because of how he feels and what the fuck is a new black (laughs) that doesn't make
5: sense
2: right changing the definition
1: there's a a societal platform that speaks to um, colorism in today's society historically you know based and so him calling it an insecurity to me um, is is. His way of of giving life to that, you know, inequity, you know what I mean? So it's like basically making other sisters that took, you know, part or took issue in his cover to, you know, almost shame them into saying, you know, be quiet, you know, get your own stuff. Um, But it's a a reality. And I think that we as people who are part of this social platform have every right to call into question anything that we feel is inequitable, especially if we have a, a reference point to speak to it. And if you look at the cover, regardless of their makeup, their racial makeup, when we look at them, we don't see traditional black women, you know, features When you look at this cover, you're not saying, hey, that's a black black girl, that's a black woman. And I just think that people were pointing that out. Now, he is an artist. He can do whatever he wants to do. The My only issue with Pharrell is, and I don't know if it's an issue necessarily, but more of an opinion. I don't see Pharrell as that, you know, standing, you know, on the ground, you know, marching, you know, for black people rights. I've always seen him more as a world artist which, of course, has many different, you know, cultures and, and races that appreciate his music. I mean, he came from the Neptunes. His partners in the Neptunes both are, you know, different races. And so I guess I just don't view him as the, the spokesperson or an, a more appropriate spokesperson to speak about the plight of blackness in society. I just want him to sing happy and wear his Arby's hat and keep it moving. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, <had>. um, <clears throat> uh, Karen did you have anything or no
4: yes I do
5: okay.
4: um, I this, this is my personal opinion about it is when it comes to these things may not be for everybody but for a lot of black women there are insecurities when it comes to this just from the history of being a black woman and just from being underrepresented in a lot of things I think that at times uh, black women want to hold artists To higher standards that they don't put on people in their everyday lives Uh, my thing is that I think it's unfair to hold him to a standard that you don't That a lot of people wouldn't hold other artists to and also I think that it is insulting to the women that are on the front of it to go y'all not black enough even though you're not saying it I think indirectly a lot of people are going they're not black enough but there are a lot of women that fit these women demographics and also I think people have their own definition of what blackness is and it's not fair to put your personal definition of what you think blackness is on an artist who makes music for everybody to enjoy, and that and that's the problem I have with it. I personally think that he was unfairly uh, attacked. I, this is just my personal opinion. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I think that sometimes when it comes down to it, a lot of people own this blackity black black blackity black boat. <laughs> they, they don't that they, they don't want to see anything outside of that. And I think that's unfair. You have to open up your mind. And also I think it's unfair to me too, uh, when people are asked a question and and it's and when people ask a question and it's about the opposite sex, you have a lot of people that immediately jump on where well, you have a penis and you don't understand and that makes men not want to speak out that will have valid opinions and will have and, and will actually support what you do but because a lot of women are quick to shut men down because they don't want to hear anything from a different perspective just because he's male does not mean he doesn't have sympathy and empathy and does not mean he does not understand. I think a a lot of people were just pissed because when they initially seen the picture they just thought it was three white women and a lot of people didn't do the research they didn't hunt this man is actually married to a black woman not one time has he made a song to insult black women he hasn't called anybody bitches or hoes or sluts or any of this so well a,
2: there was um blurry lines
4: and, and 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 even with blurred lines it depends on what your definition of that is because a lot of women were not even offended by that you know what i'm saying so it, it just depends on your interpretation of the song like, like honestly, it really does. Because for some women, that's their jam; they party to it, and it's no problem with it. But for some women, they feel completely offended. So that's why I say a lot of times when it comes to this, people put their own personal beliefs and opinions, and they want to throw it at one particular person. When a lot of times the issues that people have are valid, but it's bigger than Pharrell
3: to me. Uh, did anybody see your, not get? I speak? feel. I feel
0: like I get your point <clears throat> as far as him saying. Not him saying, people saying that their assumption that these women weren't black and suggesting that, well, the women weren't black enough. I can get I can understand where you're coming from on that. I will say that. So I've been watching the Cosby show. Y'all know how you watch old shows from the 90s and there's a range of what black people look like on the shows. Like they had a range of children, hairstyles. Cousin Pam had the little pit bull ponytail. You don't see that in the media anymore. You don't see people with kinky hair in certain complexion ranges in the media in the same way that you did in the nineties. And I think that might be the argument that maybe that the representation of blackness has to be palatable to a larger audience. And sometimes that can feel insulting. I think he has the right and the privilege to do it however he wants. But I also think we have the right and the privilege and I didn't care either way. Honestly, I'm just arguing this for argument's sake, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think that the that we have the right and the privilege to also say you know I wish you would represented me Pharrell because I support your music
4: and and, and my thing is this I, I I don't have a problem with people being mad I don't have a problem with people being upset but also when you talk to a lot of people are they really mad and upset about Pharrell and the photo are all these issues deeper than that and that's my that's my issue it's, 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 it's like people are taking these personal issues and just not, not saying y'all particular and just bombarding them like everything about us just has to be set in a certain light and if we're not represented in a certain way that is it's just not justified or anything like that then when anybody tries to say well um i look at it differently people have a tendency to get upset and so, and, and and i think too is that there are issues that come up that i do understand that more black people do need to be represented new do need to be in more in the front light when it comes to different things but like i said is that an industry problem a society problem all that stuff i i I, that's why that's why i say the issues are deeper than for real and that's the issue that makes me mad he's just an artist making a song being happy with his cowboy hat on he not he's he's not trying to be the world leader of blackness
3: yeah i like personally man i think um a lot of this has to do with people's um valuation of the word insecure and insecurity Uh, I think if people didn't put such a negative connotation with the word itself and see it as like an insult and just looked at it as a straight dictionary definition of what it is, he's absolutely right. We as, and like I've said it before we talked about kids like, uh, and and how you raise black kids. We do have an insecurity. The question is, is it justified or not? I think it's justified, but we are insecure. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we're always going to look at things twice. Like what about the racial representation of this thing? What about the colorism of this thing? What about like, I don't think that it's invalid to look at something from that light, but I, at the same time, I think it can hold people back. And I think it can make us see hurt. A lot of places where we really should not like where it doesn't benefit us mentally to, to be hurt that way. And it's almost like we hurt ourselves. It's like, like to look at that cover and go, Only a dark skinned black woman would be acceptable to, to, to make this, for him to have on this album cover to fix this quote unquote. It, like that says more about the person looking at the cover than the person who made the cover. Cause he, you know, he even said, like, I just picked my friends. I remember, this reminds me a lot of when Boyce Watkins went in on Tyler the creator for his commercial about Felicia the goat, who was a criminal. And, um, it, and part of that commercial, uh there was a lineup and it was a bunch of Tyler, the creator's friends who happened to mostly be black and they're dressed like pirates, cops, you know, basketball players. And it's like a gag, like, Oh, look, none of these people are a goat. And obviously, you know, the police went and found just a lineup of black men and it was like, did one of these guys got to be the criminal, you know? And boys Watkins went in on them. Like, how dare you represent the black man as this. And, you know, we're making it seem like we're all criminals and all this shit. Missing the entire point, a young black man got a three commercial deal with Mountain Dew. Um, that was a national campaign, hired his friends to be in it and made, you know what I mean? Like he, like to, for Tyler Creator, it was never, how can I make black people look bad? And I don't think he did, but it was just because. Boyce Watkins is racially insecure about the representation of black people. And has to be a certain light all the time. I think he took it personal, like, Oh, this make us, this making us look bad. And to me, I'm like, this is making us look good. We have an actual voice. Like we, someone is given a platform and they're not just, uh, you know, they're not, they're not just shaming or being stereotypical. Like he actually made a, a, a salient point too in there. Um, but I feel like we we bring so much to the table that it's it's almost like um a Rorschach. Uh a, I hope that's how you know a Rorschach. Um mm-hmm. like it's like when well, you There's look the, at something and then the you test
2: the ink blot test. Yeah, the yes. ink blot test. Mm-hmm. Like you
3: look at that ink blot and it and that and what you think about the ink blot says a lot about you sometimes. And I think with the Pharrell thing, that's what happened because I remember when it first started, they said all the women were white. Mm. I re- and i remember that because people went in on that for a minute and then it came back like actually that that's not true uh they're black well they're not the right kind of black
4: yes uh, then
5: And then it yeah. was
3: like okay so what are you really mad about because that's not really um like are we now saying that <laughs> you have to be a certain type of black like i you mm. know and everyone every black person has a responsibility to represent that or they will be like called to task so now um, I can't have, you know, no matter how um my image has been throughout history, every single instance of my appearance has to be somehow feeding into the proper use of blackness. Like it's just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like if it wasn't for the stereotype, not stereotype, if it wasn't for the connotation of the word insecure, it, that what he said is 100% on point.
0: And I think that's what I was saying. I said it can be both. You know, yeah. what I mean, it's not it could be both insecurity and the fact that black women are not well represented in the media. I mean, it yeah. could it could be just both.
3: Yeah, I think it's insecurity, right. but it comes from a valid place. Like, you know, it it's does. like how it's like how people feel about affirmative action or something. Right. Like affirmative action might be the reason I, quote, unquote, got my job to some people. But uh while I got my job and I'm happy for it. There's a little insecurity because it's like, I hope I'm not just here because y'all need a black person. I hope y'all understand I'm competent at my job. I'm good at it. I'm better than some of y'all motherfuckers. Don't come around here just acting like I'm just the black guy who you guys needed to hire so you would, you know, do whatever. So now this insecurity is seat within me, even though I haven't really done anything to exacerbate it. Um, and I haven't really done anything to deserve to be insecure about it, but it's just one of those things where, it is society, and you know I think because he's the artist and he's kind of defending himself, um there was just people aren't going to take it well. A lot of people didn't like the party said about the Mexican shit, where he's like they got it just as bad as us, because uh, you know black people can't never be like. But that's true. Got it.
4: The laws they passing. <laughs> come on now.
1: Yeah,
3: but you know black people ain't never gonna be like so and so got it worse ever. Like that never. ain't right. come on. As soon like, as he brought that so- up, he lost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I guess like w- what I said when I started, my little um response was just the the identification with the word insecure. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that we as black people, we are just really more sensitive to racial issues because of True. our history. Mm-hmm. And there are things that, you know, we are just going to feel a certain kind of way. I have a, a person in my life who continues to always say, Kai, why is it always about race with you? And I said, because it's always going to be about race with me, because when I look and I see myself as being a person of equal value, pay taxes, and do all the things that I'm supposed to do as a law abiding citizen. And then you get to benefit through white privilege. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be about race. Mm-hmm. And so you can't see that. You can't identify with that because privilege provides blinders. Mm-hmm. And there are some folks who take off the shades to actually look around and see the inequity that exists among races but there are others who keep who continue to point at other underrepresented races and cultures to say you just need to step your game up and again hmm. i that whole uh theory about if you are black you got to do more in order to be able to be on the same level why i can't just do the regular old mediocre shit that every other white person does mm-hmm. and still be treated the same Valid. so i believe that there's some sensitivity i just think that when we when we say insecurity that already that comes from a a, a deficit perspective mm-hmm. and i don't like when we speak about ourselves from the deficit yeah that's so my it's issue. a loaded
3: it's a loaded word right because people are already seeing like well that's a negative thing uh, like I said, I, I think dictionary definition that's accurate because I would describe how I feel about race. Sometimes it's insecure. I, you know, like when people say stuff like, "Why doesn't Tyler Perry stop making movies and just give money to other people so they can make movies?" That's insecurity because we feel like that's representing us, and therefore it's a reflection on us personally as Black people that he somehow continues to have success with subpar movies. He, as a person, has no responsibility. Mm-mm. To have to go out and stop making his art so that I feel better about being a black person. like that,
1: is, it, to, is that insecurity or is that judgment?
3: Well, I think it's insecurity. I think the basis of the, just the the, va- the basic feeling of him putting out movies makes Rod less of a black person in the eyes of or less, less as a black person in the eyes of other people is insecurity. Us saying his movies suck is judgment, which I think is right. Kind of true. Yeah. But, oh, but, you know, but when that, <laughs> but when we go, the reason you can't do this is cause you have a responsibility to black people to represent us and yourself a certain way at all times. That, that is insecurity. Like that's not, like I don't think any artist should be beholden to that. You know, like go create your, your, your art. People don't have to like it. You true. know what I mean? Let's keep I that think real. This is,
0: this is my point because. Mm-hmm. I, well, i feel where you're coming from and like i, I want to reiterate that for me when i saw it it didn't bother me i didn't think twice about it but i also think that it speaks to something psychological that most artists don't mm-hmm. represent black people diversely what mm-hmm. does that suggest it's either that the system is paying them or marketing them in a way that makes it possible for them to only promote a certain type of blackness as beautiful or you know Mm-hmm. It it speaks to something going on with them personally where they only see a certain type of blackness as worth cover worthy. So mm-hmm. I'm I think it's both. And I think that for me, it doesn't matter because every day I wake up and feel like I enjoy who I am and I feel beautiful and I feel like a loving person. But at the end of the day. I don't know how that person feels about black people and about himself
3: or herself. Mm-hmm. And well it isn't it in the yeah, art well isn't it also taking his cover kind of out of the context of his life at that point though because what no, i'm saying if if nothing else
0: be. i don't know if it is you know
3: yeah i mean well uh as, as as a person that's you know casual fan of pharrell he has always held black women up as beautiful like it's not like it's not like um he's going out of his way to be like um like, no offense, but say a Kanye West or, uh, well, well until recently Jay-Z, where, you know, you will have like videos and it's like, let's go get the skinniest white models we can find to be like, look, this is when you made it in life. You driving this kind of car, you got this kind of chick in uh, in the car with you, blah, blah, blah. Like, Pharrell has, you know, uh, throughout his career kind of reached out to be like, you know, and let's get some sisters in here. You know, let's get some sisters in my video. Let's, so it's, I, I, it's like people saw the cover and they was like, fuck anything else you ever did. Mm-hmm. You are a problem now.
4: Yeah. And, 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 well, uh, go ahead.
2: I think, okay, one, I think it's, it's possible to criticize like this particular album choice if this how you, if, if this how you feel about it without negating everything that Pharrell has done, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, also, I've, I kind of disagree with you, Rod. Um, I think to a, to a certain extent, individual artists do have, um, some like social responsibility because, because the art or the work that you produce, you know, like, it's not. It's not just for you. And people do um, consume it, and then often do project what, what, what's You know, they project it on the other people. So, Tyler Perry's films, like this, this. Aside from the fact that they tend to suck, like they perpetuate these stereotypes that people do internalize, whether whether they should or should not. People do internalize it, and they do project it onto other people. And so, you know, Pharrell and other hip-hop artists, like, they create standards of beauty, and they create um, perceptions of people. And so, if the way I move in the world as a Black woman is impacted and affected, regardless of how I feel about myself, by the images that are produced in the media and in the, in your art, then you do kind of have some responsibility to, you know, to, you know, to be truthful in it or at least be accountable to the criticism. I think I could, I could dig Pharrell's response if he even acknowledged how in the grand scope, in the grand scheme of things, this one album cover looks like the long line of, like, exclusion of certain women. But, you know, his choice is his choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
3: Well, he says you can be anything you want to be. And that's True. why I chose to put my friends on cover. He also said you you don't, he said that which makes you beautiful is what makes you special. You don't got to be waif, white, white, and thin to be beautiful. So, um, you that's know, true. I think he did address that, but I'll, I will just say, um, we philosophically just disagree about responsibility to the audience. Yeah. Like I, I'll never,
5: should, I think that's with it. yeah, I'll yeah. never,
3: I'll never mm-hmm. capitulate to that. Like, no. as an artist, what you do is for yourself. And mm-hmm. if you don't represent what you believe, if you don't represent yourself to the highest quality that you can, then your art is bullshit. And you, if you are only doing it to appease an audience, I don't, give a fuck about your art you know what I mean if like that's what you want to do is I like because anybody that, can just try to, to please
2: like, an audience but like if that were the case then and and you may feel this way then like blackface and like minstrelsy is mm-hmm. okay uh,
3: in some circumstances it is like I, I, I think um mm-hmm. uh there's been like if, for example on um Mad Men there's a scene where the character Roger is in blackface at his kid's birthday party and that scene i think if you're just like well we don't want to piss anybody off so let's just like find another way to do no that's what happened and that represents that character the best for the story that you're telling i don't just see blackface and get mad same thing when i see a tyler perry movie which i try not to um (laughs) but whenever i see a tyler perry movie i don't go well because he used this type of storytelling technique Now all black people are lessened by it. I just don't believe in that type of responsibility to your race, your culture or whatever. I would like everybody's representation to be genuine. That way, when I judge you, it can be genuine um you know when i so if i go um mm-hmm. like when i see a uh, herman cain i can just go no nah, that dude's an asshole at a uh, and completely uh you know belittles black people at every chance as opposed to herman cain going well you know let me just fake it till i make it like i f- i like when people um genuinely represent themselves so, and,
2: Yeah, so you know what you're doing yeah yes. i
3: like that shit i don't want don't, don't if you're an artist and you're listening to this shit don't try to do shit for me do it for you Cause I don't give a fuck about you at the end of the day. Like at the end of the day, I either want your product or you're not the only or, or not the only agreement we have as audience members to an artist is to be entertained by that and give money for it or not be entertained by that and not give money for it. I, I don't like everything else. Just, I don't know. I think it, it belittles what blackness is. It belittles what individuality it is at uh, individuality is. And it also belittles black artist I I like I want a Janelle Monáe to go make her music not to make her music but keep it in a spectrum of blackness that I agree with that's not equality equality is right. you that's being able to be an individual and we will judge you upon your individual shortcomings or successes but we're but but if I just go well you're black do black shit and do it the way I agree with I, I feel like that's as harmful as white people being racist towards black people in the first place
2: yeah, I mean, I agree with you there, but I still okay. I don't, I I, don't, I
4: just think you know
3: we do have a response to I don't know and and it's it's cool. No, first of all, for the record, I've heard this a lot like before. I know <laughs> I just don't I just don't agree with it. It's it's not you know I yeah. I don't think we're gonna agree. I I really think people just see this two different ways. Yes, yeah, I've had this conversation with so many people where I'm just like. To me, that's not equality if, um, Pharrell, uh, has to have a certain hue of black person on this cover or else he's not, you know, representing black people enough. Or, it, and it just is the same way as, um, it's not equality if, um, yeah, uh, uh, white people judge him for not having enough white people on the cover. Like, to me, it's not, that's not equality as a, yeah, as no, a, tr- as an artist, I, I you don't, know.
2: I don't think he has to have any, I'm saying, yeah. I, I, so, I think my issue is with the word insecurity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I
3: don't... The al- he can have whatever on his album cover. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel you. I hear you. I think... I also think insecurity is a loaded word. And, yeah, yeah. and, and once I, you say yeah. that word, people already have a negative connotation. It didn't matter. Yeah. I don't know what word is better because I really do think it is exactly the word that fits this dictionary definition. I, I was talking to Elon james on twitter yesterday and i asked him uh i was like uh you're either being obtuse or ignorant about this thing and he was like well that's an insult and i was like N- i literally different de- definition of this is what i think you're being not i want to say this so we can fight i don't didn- i'm not gonna call you out your name i'm not cursing you i'm not just dis- you know i'm not trying to diss you these i'm asking you are you doing this or are you doing that and you know i was like if you take it as an insult i apologize because obviously i didn't mean to insult you you know if i meant to insult you i would do it i would try to um but it was just one of those moments where i'm like certain words already have a negative connotation so it's just like saying the word is bad enough so just saying insecurity he lost everybody right there like oh insecure motherfucker i ain't insecure
4: yeah yeah and and also um for me too i think that uh, when you talk about people being held accountable and responsible and people consuming things and how um, the artist is held accountable. And sometimes I think that people put more stock in artists and how they are socially responsible than they do on their everyday lives. Because us as podcasters, we put out a lot of stuff. We We pump out a lot of stuff. People consume it. So it's just one of those things where, are we held accountable for them not liking our stuff are we held accountable for that or are we just putting what we want to out there and letting them consume it and come up with their own understanding of it we don't have a social responsibility we don't have you know certain standards that we must uphold as podcasters so to me it's like it's I don't I, I guess to me and like I said it's one thing but we're going to have to disagree I can't put the same standards on him that I wouldn't put on me on my everyday life
5: mm-hmm
3: um all right let's talk about (laughs) let's talk about something else guys we got some games here um we got one uh speaking of black people and fucking with us could have probably used that for real part as fucking with black people maybe i should have um you want to play it after the fact in hindsight now i realize i've been fucked with and that was a hundred clearly um but uh yeah man uh we have some games here and uh one of the games we play is fucking with black people uh, where the fuck is my song at? Oh, there we go. Um, so let's get ready to play it. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. We're fucking with black people here. A game that we're playing as a uh, sweeping podcast land going all across the globe where we find articles and, uh, read them. And we judge them from zero to a hundred in intervals of 25 on the fucking with black people scale. Today's contestant, Madonna. Oh, she back? Uh, she's back. Hasn't been in the news since this nigga. Hashtag this nigga. Ah! But, uh, she's back to fuck with us. I just thought this is the best story I've ever read. Um, Madonna apparently, um, earned the wrath of Joyce Bonda. Um, uh, it's a 11-point press release from the Malawi president to his would-be savior. Um, so Madonna went to Malawi, um, and she's uh, I guess adopted them for less of, for, for uh lack of a better turn. Uh, and, the whole um, town, the whole the whole uh country, Karen, the country. Oh God,
4: she's like I'm taking all the black
3: people. Um, but she didn't like. Some of the stuff that went over there, uh, they scapegoated, uh, Joyce Banda, uh, Banda's, uh, uh, sister over a bot school project. Uh, the latest visit was actually something of a surprise. The singer was widely supposed to have been declared persona non grata after she did that. Um, but last week Madonna sent Banda a weird, overly familiar hand scrawled note, which seemed to anger Banda to the extent that she immediately leaked it. Finally, the enraged by Madonna's whining to the international press about having to check in on departure at the airport in Lilongwe, uh, Africa's second female president, uh, totally lost it and laid down a presidential smackdown with a furiously sarcastic tirade in which she lectured the would be do gooder on the meaning of kindness, accused her of blackmail and bullying, and lamented her failure to perform Ha, uh, quote unquote, decent music and prepared her unfavorably ah! to Chuck Norris, Bono, and a trio of English soccer players. Um, it's funny, but it's also a classic take, takedown. At
2: Chuck Norris. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm, Chuck yes. Norris. She's like, you went in. Um, <laughs> I'll be here, all the old references. Here, here's, uh, what, here's what she wrote. Um, claims. And misgivings have been expressed by pop star Madonna and her agents against the Malawi government and its leadership for not giving her the attention and courtesy that she thinks she merits and deserves during her recent trip to Malawi.
4: Was it snapping fingers
3: and head bobbing? According to the claims, Madonna feels that the Malawi government and its leadership should have abandoned everything and attended to her because she believes she is a music star benefactor who is doing Malawi good. Besides, in the feeling of Madonna and the Malawi government and its leadership should have rolled out a red carpet and blast the 21 gun salute in her honor because she believes that as a musician, the width of whose repute flies across international boundaries, she automatically is candidate for VVIP treatment.
4: Oh, not VVIP.
3: Very, very important.
5: VVIP. All mm-hmm. right.
3: For not receiving the attention and the graces that she believes she deserved, Madonna believes someone not lesser in disposition than the president 's sister, Mrs. Anjamele Metala hope i didn 't fuck that up too bad um, <laughs> has been pulling the strings against her following their earlier fallout bordering on a labor dispute. State House has noted these claims are misgivings. State House has followed the debate incidental to those claims with keen interest, keen interest. And would wish to respond as follows to put the record straight. This is where she decides to go in. That's right. That was the preamble. I am about
4: to say we ain't already going in.
3: That was the She was like, this is me. We ain't warmed up. One. Neither the president nor any official in her government denied Madonna any attention or courtesy during her recent visit to Malawi. Because as far as the administration is concerned, there is no defined attention and courtesy that must be followed in respect to her oh my Mm -hmm. we didn't pull out the red carpet because ain't nobody paying attention to your ass number two in any case even if the defined parameters of attention and courtesy existed in respect of madonna if they did because they don't that's what she's saying the, (laughs) the liberties of discretion to give or not give that attention or courtesy would ordinarily and naturally remain to preserve to the to the preserve of the host attention or courtesy is never demanded So she's like, how you gonna show up to my crib talking about why you ain't, uh, treating me good? Right.
5: That,
3: that's up to me to decide if I treat you good. I live here. You don't. Number three. Granted, Madonna has adopted two children from Malawi. According to the record, this gesture was human t- humanitarian and of her accord. It, therefore, comes across as strange and depressing that for a humanitarian act prompted only by her, Madonna wants Malawi to be forever chained to the obligation of gratitude. Kindness, as far as ordinary uh, meaning is concerned, is free and anonymous. It mm-hmm. is it, mm-hmm. If it can't be free and silent, it is not kindness. It is something else. Blackmail is the closest it becomes.
4: Oh, my.
3: Yeah. So just because you adopted these kids don't mean we owe you nothing, nigga. We ain't asked you to come over here and adopt these kids. Show <laughs> sure didn't. You came on your own accord. Now you need the red carpet. Number four, granted, Madonna is a famed and international musician, but that does not impose an injunction of obligation on any government under whose territory Madonna finds herself, including Malawi. To give her state treatment, uh, as stated earlier in this statement, such treatment, even if she deserves it, is discretion ter- discretionary and not obligatory. Uh, not obligatory. <clears throat> so just because you got to make music and shit, that don't mean nothing to us. Pretty much. We don't even listen mm-hmm. to those shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you, have you heard Malawi radio? We don't play that shit. Yeah,
4: you ain't on it.
3: <laughs> Number five. It should be put on record that Madonna did not come to Malawi at the invitation of the president nor her government. In other words, she was neither the guest of the president nor of her government. You came on your own accord. Nobody asked you to come. You ain't even going to call first. Number six. <laughs> For all that is known, she came to Malawi like any other visitor that feels like coming to Malawi. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> right. You spent your own Yo, money to going get here. Went to
1: Malawi. Let's get it.
3: Number six is she didn't even call first. That's really what that is. <laughs> she didn't even call first. Such visitors don't have to meet with the president and are never amenable to state attention or graces. Number seven. If the argument is that because she is an internationally renowned star and therefore Madonna believes she deserves to be treated differently from other visiting foreigners, it is worth making her aware that Malawi has hosted many international stars, including Chuck Norris, Bono, David James, Rio Ferdinand and Gary Neville, who have never demanded state attention or uh, or decorum despite their equally dazzling stature. Mm-mm. so her and chuck norris on the same level they no. both old and white <laughs> right look at your arms they,
2: look, they do kind of look up like
3: they, they do i agree <laughs> number eight among the many things that madonna needs to learn as a matter of urgency is the decency of telling the truth oh lord she caught her a liar. Hey. she done caught her a liar
4: oh did she stab her two listen now?
3: i want this woman to be in charge of cursing everybody out yes she I mean, I I know she would never work for me because she's the president. But, like, can I work for her and just, like, pick some of her game up? Her language, man. I'm going to save this memo. Next time somebody talks shit about me, I'm going to be like, well, maybe if you You had the urgency and the decency of telling the truth, (laughs) 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 we wouldn't be here right now. For her to tell the whole world that she is building schools in Malawi when she has not actually only contributed to the construction of classrooms is not compatible with manners of someone who thinks she deserves to be revered for straight state grandeur. Mm. The difference between a school and a classroom should be the most obvious thing for a person demanding state courtesy to decipher.
4: Oh, she so. was like you ain't spend no billions you spend hundreds
3: of thousands yeah like you uh you might have put some money on some of these classrooms but you ain't built no damn schools she's mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. put a couple classrooms you bought, bought some seats you bought some books some yeah. pieces and papers number nine for her to accuse mrs upon for indiscretions that have clearly arisen from her personal frustration that her ego has not been massaged by the state is uncouth and speaks volumes of a musician who desperately thinks she must generate recognition by bullying state officials instead of playing decent music on the stage. (laughs) Whoa. Decent music? Did Professor LCH write this shit? I think she did. I feel like. This
4: sounds like her language.
3: Right. I feel like I'm reading one of her emails. Number 10. By the way, how many points y'all think she came up with that didn't make it?
1: (laughs) Right. Like, I want to see points 12
3: through, like, 15 that were, like, Number 12, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that's what it said. Number 13, you must have that was lost your mind.
0: number one. Right, right. that
3: was number one. <laughs> yeah. was right. She had to move down the top three points. <laughs> number two it,
1: it, it didn't pass procurement that's why i mean, it didn't make the list
3: number two have you lost your goddamn mind no no i'm not gonna put that one in bump that
4: down
3: move that one i might maybe i put that as a possible um right because because 11 is an odd number you know like 10 kind of makes 11 means you had like five more ready to go yes. and somebody said not that one president not not that one.
0: Montoya said you got me fucked up number 7 I right. <laughs> <laughs> said who well, you finna try
3: <laughs> Why? why I, why can't the, I wish president obama would write something like this on his way out of office um uh, oh, yeah she like, who you think you talking to bitch uh yeah that should yeah. have been worse so yeah <laughs> she, she had the
0: pr d- people who get her right after <laughs> she said it.
3: she had to take out all the ones that ended with question marks cuz that was, that was yeah. <laughs> I wish a nigga would. Is yeah, that Yeah, she had no, to take
4: nigga out, yeah.
3: Yeah, tell me thing me take that one out. Take she she should have brought up that this nigga thing. That would have been the best. <laughs> like, uh, what you mean by this nigga? Um, all right. So, let's see. we were at number uh 9, I think. Um, let's see, 8 was Yeah, telling the truth. Number 9 was you lied on my sister, and that ain't no, right.
4: You read that one.
3: Uh, she, she said um for her to accuse Mrs. Oponio for indiscretions that have clearly arisen from her personal frustrations that her ego has not been massaged by the state is uncouth. It speaks volumes of a musician who desperately thinks she must generate recognition by bullying state officials instead of playing decent music on stage.
0: Oh.
3: Talk so about least. your music. Your whack ass music. That's- you
0: came for your whole your whole existence. <laughs> yes. yes.
3: Number 10. For all that is known, Mrs. Aponio has never been responsible for arranging state meetings with foreigners who are looking for those meetings. If Madonna was indeed a VVIP and a regular guest of the state governments as she wants to be seen and treated, she would have been familiar with procedures that have to be followed to get such meetings. They don't happen to simply sneak uh, by simply sneaking into the country whose president and government you scarcely desire to meet. And number 11... Even if Madonna followed the procedures to have her meetings with the president of the gov- or government officials, the administration reserves all rights to grant the meetings or not.
4: You're like, bitch, we got shit to do. Number, l- not that number 11, man.
3: by the way, is Ether, because it's like, even if you would have did the ten things I just told you to do, we still wouldn't have seen your ass. Ain't
4: that the truth? We
3: still don't want to meet you. We
4: gotta pass laws and
3: this shit. It must be noted that the president, her excellency, Dr. Joyce Bonda, and her government are ready to welcome any philanthropists seeking to assist and improve welfare of the people of malawi knowing that her excellency herself is a known philanthropist however acts of kindness must always remain as such they must not smack of blackmail in addition let philanthropists not hold to ransom the president and any official of her government because they showed some kindness to a malawian Mm -hmm. oh so yeah yeah that
0: did some i would read
3: uh madonna's pr response but i don't give a fuck Mm -mm. this is that either no yeah it's
0: not gonna be as good actually
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna actually go with uh zero i don't feel fucked with it all this is great at all Mm
1: -mm. thank you (laughs) this was greatness Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) this is the first ever well maybe not the first ever but one of the rare zeros on fucking with black people so let's get into our other game which is guess the race uh turn my volume back up and now it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i said now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the ladies launch from the Black Astronauts Podcast Network to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. They're very racist. Yes, right. they are. Let's get right into it, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, a guy went to the, to the script club and got an altercation. Uh-oh um let me turn my volume up so we can hear the actual news article but um yeah he got into an altercation after criticizing the strippers um technique so to speak Uh let's let's say a technique technique. yes he was not a satisfied patron were
4: they in the state where they banned the heels above two inches
3: well i'll tell you where they were at they were in a state called florida so oh. yeah oh florida i believe uh everyone can agree on
0: um i'm curious does it meet juicy J's requirements for strip clubs
6: according to the <laughs> palm beach county sheriff's office a man was arrested for attacking a dancer in a nightclub after the two exchanged words about her dancing abilities On Thursday, deputies say Robert Tate, 24, and friends went to Sugar Daddy's Nightclub at 704 South Military Trail in unincorporated West Palm Beach and were buying lap dances. According to an arrest report, deputies said just before 1 a.m., one dancer was giving Tate's friends lap dances. Tate was taunting his friends and called the dancer a derogatory name. According to the report, he advised his friends not to waste money on her. According to the report, the dancer got up, stopped dancing, and said, You don't know me. Why would you say that? Deputies said when she walked into the dressing room, Tate followed her, and the two got (gasps) into an argument. He then hit her five times in the head, and the dancer called the police, according to the report. Deputies pulled up to the club, and Tate took off running, but deputies said they were able to catch him not far from the club. Tate is charged with simple battery and resisting arrest without violence, and was released from Palm Beach County Jail on Thursday. For SunSentinel.com, I'm Matthew Herron.
3: All right. So, ladies. That's like an
2: episode of... (laughs) when keeping it real goes
3: wrong. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You know, he was not respectful about that shit at all. Like, he definitely called us some names. Um, so, guess the race of Robert Tate, 24 years old.
1: I'm gonna go with, um, he's, mm -hmm. he's the great grandson of the Malawian president, Black.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm gonna go with, He is the person who steer. he's the great grandson of the person who steered the boat for the Malawan president's great
3: grandson, white. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you go white. Uh, And who's left? Me. All right, Candace.
2: Yeah, very white.
3: White, all right. So we got one white and one, oh wait, two whites, one black. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. They were able to catch up to him, clearly not one with the fast twitch muscles, white. Chick, uh ashy three classes says chick i asked for a double over under strip club connoisseur oh uh, my wait what race is that double over right under. that's right. why that
2: could oh. be anybody
3: yeah that could no, be. that's white
0: uh,
2: <laughs> double over under who knows what that
0: means
3: yeah i don't even know what that means <laughs> is,
2: that, is that like how you order your eggs
5: yeah, apparently so
3: uh cosmic oh, <laughs> cosmic katie did uh so i'm assuming that's a variation of moon cricket uh he was mad she didn't bring hot sauce with his wings. Oh Lord. Uh it's cash money for the 99 9 to two thousand Bitch, black. Juicy J's granddaddy. Simple <laughs> simple battery and <laughs> let go the day the next day white. Uh Kunasaur says Ashley 3 Classy. Okay, so that's black. And blacker than girls not on Pharrell's album cover. <laughs> 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 uh. Uh, that's DJ Saint and son of the a Mississippi pimp whose whore kicking shoes wouldn't pass the state regulation <laughs> test.
2: Oh my! That, now that could be anybody. Yeah, too.
3: that could be any race. I'm assuming Mississippi pimp is black, but uh, all right, man. What well, the correct answer is, and one of you got it right. Black.
5: Yes.
3: So Kai's in the, in the league, lead and some of you guys got a room. All right, calm down audience, calm down. Okay? You will mess up. Uh but uh, here's another one, guys. Let's see if we can do this one. Um <clears throat> uh Jinx Alabama is where this one happens. Um a Bixby man is behind bars after wearing a stolen police officer's badge while demanding a discounted spray tan and stealing tanning lotion. And the arrest report says, I like that you get a police badge and that's the crime you wanna, you been waiting to commit, you know? Come on, do like I be thinking about robbing a bank or something, you know, this motherfucker's like, I'ma get all the spray tans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to come up.
0: He's that white. <laughs> I'm
3: dustin white. Just off it. His name is Dustin Lee Bell.
0: Twenty-five.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> he got three days.
3: Oh my God. Twenty. Uh, he's twenty-five. He had the badge on his sweater when Jinx police on the sweater, so he didn't have a police Wait. uniform. He just put a badge on a sweater. Oh my God.
0: All of that reeks of white privilege. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you wearing you, a sweater looking for sub tan. Like, <laughs> put on a t shirt. Go
4: outside. Yeah, he, he wouldn't even, uh, put, didn't even do the, uh, collar shirt. He I just, hope it
3: was a, uh, a kooji sweater. I bet you oh, did. I God. bet you it would not even blue. <laughs> do you know why I pulled you over? No, Officer Cosby. Why did you pull me over? <laughs> um, oh, he arrived into a tennis lot on Main Street. He reportedly claimed he found it at a car wash in South Tulsa. Officer said, It was a Sand Springs badge and a call to the dispatch personnel confirmed it was stolen. The tanning salon manager said in a statement to the police that the dispute began when Bell, who was wearing the badge visible on the outside of his sweater, demanded he only be charged $10 for $34 of spray tan. Oh. He just wanted a discount. That's where he fucked up. Yeah. If you really want them to believe you're a cop, you would just say, look, give me this shit for free. I'm a cop. Cops don't go, I'll take a discount. The manager said when he returned from calling the police, he noticed that a bottle of tanning lotion was missing from behind the counter. Uh, Bell was arrested, and during the booking and inventory process, officers found in his wallet a Sam's Club card that belonged to the Sand Springs police officer who had his badge stolen. Bell he kept the Damn. Sam's Club card. He's like, you never know when you can get a good sale on bulk uh bell is facing charges of stolen property larceny from a retailer, and false impersonation of a police officer guess the race ladies
5: yeah white white
3: uh, everybody's going so white.
0: so white
3: so white all right the chat room let's see what they believe do Swiss. justin what yeah <laughs> dustin lee something man. uh dude, bro, swiss cheese whole fucker
4: oh my jinx
3: alabama man the whitest crime on the planet all that's left is cheese theft one who's what? one who's let their dog lick them in the face one who was stockpiling his materials for his blackface halloween costume Really, oh, oh wow. my alley bastard tanning friend of bush demanding discount tans officer Mac- mackie in training white badger privilege who <laughs> he who yells squeal like a pig and plays the banjo white steals tanning lotion white coachella attending during outcast performance white correct <laughs> correct answer and every single person got it is white. <laughs> all right let's let's go into the bonus round here where's my bonus music here we go double the points <laughs> double the race double the points and the race that's right it's the bonus round of guest the Race, where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far, Kai is up two to one over Woo! the ladies, and chat room is all over the place. Here we go with round two. You guys getting nervous?
2: Nah, we good. Nah. All right, been, nobody's been.
3: nervous. Um, uh, <clears throat> Here's one. Oh, uh, I wonder if I can just play this. No. Okay. Uh, Calgary. Uh Oh, wait. I can play this. All right. It's just moving slow. We'll give it a second to boot up um apparently there was a woman who uh had a roommate that tried to force her into the sex trade
5: oh oh shit
3: yeah which is not you know i was not what's up at all put yeah you, put you very low on my uh roommates uh list uh friends what
4: well, are opposite sex you know they get arrested in some states <laughs> right. right right
3: uh this is also against the law in some states uh calgary police have charged a woman with human trafficking oh this is canada by the way so, old oh, Canada,
4: Canada, <clears throat> Calgary doing up there, Shirley and Clove and Owen.
3: Yeah. Come on, guys. Get it together. Calgary police have charged a woman with human trafficking after she allegedly extorted her female roommate into working in the sex trade. Police began an investigation in January after receiving a request from a family member to check on the welfare of the 18 year old alleged victim who was believed to be in Calgary. This seems like something that can only happen to you when you're like 18 anyway. For like a 30 year old woman would have been like, are you crazy? Yes. Shortly after, officers located the woman at a bus station. She told police she had been held against her will and forced to work in the sex trade since the fall.
5: Yeah.
3: It's believed the woman arrived in Calgary October 2013 for a job and was looking for a female roommate. She met a woman, Amanda Kathleen McGee, who offered her an inexpensive rent, which she accepted. After oh, was short cheat for a reason. Mm-hmm. After a short time living together, it's alleged the 31-year-old woman began slipping drugs into the, the alcoholic drinks the two were consuming together. Oh. Mm-hmm. Police say the woman then allegedly took inappropriate photos of the 18-year-old without her knowledge and later used the photos to extort her into participating in sex acts for money. The teen alleges she was told the photos would be shared with family and friends if she didn't comply. How does that work? So if all I got to do is suck dick and you won't send these pictures to my family. Well, I guess I get to do it. You know
4: what? Everybody be seeing my ass and titties then. Cause yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Send but it. I will
3: send you to prison. Um, <clears throat> landlord Sharon Lawton said McGee told her she was the one being victimized. She came and got some of her personal items out of the suite. And she told us she brought back the key and she had been victimized by this boyfriend. I know nothing about the boyfriend. Lawton says the tenants were quiet and that they were not, there was not a lot of traffic in and out of the suite. I'm totally surprised we had no inkling at all that anything was going on over there. Acting Staff Sergeant Mike Saunders of the Calgary Police said, in most sex trafficking situations, it's a man who forces women into prostitution, but that police have been seeing a rise in female traffickers. Hmm. We are seeing a trend, and we have engaged in investigations where females have procured females as sex trade workers. Uh, this is equality. Police say the teen... Yeah, everybody wants 2014 equality. Mm-hmm. Women have just as much right... <laughs> like, Women have just as much right to pimp these hoes... As men do. As men, and I've been saying it for years. Uh Police say the teenage victim is doing well with both the support of her friends and family, but Saunders said the case should serve as a warning. Be aware this can happen, he said. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Bad things happen to good people. You just have to be really cognizant of that. Listen to your instincts and be careful in situations where you're seeking roommates and associates. Yeah, I don't really know that that's a warning at all. Mm-mm. Be careful if you live with people, they might try to pimp you. Oh,
5: okay.
3: <laughs> I'll be on the, I'll be on the lookout for that officer.
5: <laughs>
3: During the invest- <laughs> Like, well, they didn't have a pimp
4: hat on. How was I supposed to know? You're- like they,
1: That's going into the elementary school curriculum, right next to stop, stop, drop, and roll. Right. Like kids, <laughs> don't get roommates when you get older. Right. They may try to pimp you.
3: How are you supposed to know that they're gonna try to pimp you? They answer the door. You're like, uh. They
0: got a zebra coat on when they answer the door.
3: Like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> they coming out like, baby, I choose you. What? what? Yeah. What? Choose me for what? I see you looking for a roommate, bitch. Like, whoa, hold up. We just met. You. But I, I, I am, but I didn't realize it was, you know, this serious. A nice, pretty, young bitch like you looking for a roommate. Maybe we can get this money. Like, um, I,
4: get, get get what money? Right. You, 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 you see, I'm on the charge of you twenty five dollars a month. The the other the rent is gonna be out of your ass. What? What, what, what? what are you talking about here? Um, I don't understand, sir.
3: I expect you to be able to make up the rest of these costs, baby. Oh man. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, hey
5: hey! Yeah,
4: she walked in there That's exactly what she heard. She's like, but 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 you're not a man, you're a woman. It, it don't even matter.
3: Right. It matter. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know that you're living with a pimp when they get a phone call and they ringtone is freddy's dead. Uh, you better run. <laughs> right. You're like, I I don't know if I should move in with you or not. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get this. I gotta get this. What is it, bitch? <laughs> Why do pimps answer the phone like that anyway? What up, bitch? <laughs> Are you going to disrespect somebody immediately answering the goddamn phone? It, right, right. They ain't even, you're Why not even active
0: mad. you always one octave higher than every other man out there.
2: Right. <laughs> you can't let up. So, you're, so your lexicon has to be real harsh to make yeah. it up. <laughs>
4: right, right. right.
2: It's like, so,
3: I'm going to start with the disrespect so, so you can't never say I Ever treated you well?
4: So she never realized that there were always other women around. They was all sharing one room, all paying the twenty five dollar a month rent. (laughs) She was confused.
0: She was the starter hoe, which is
3: brothel to come. Right. (laughs) Well, she she called her her bottom. Right. She was the
0: sample test.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Instead of instead of instead of bitch, she just said she just said roommate, and that's why she got confused.
1: Yeah. She was like, listen
3: roommate, okay, you need to put on these clothes, you are gonna be my bottom roommate. That's what we
4: call them now. Right, right, that's what we call them now, roommate. <laughs> Cause you know, we, we trying to be equal and they say bitch is too offensive so we gotta, you know, we gotta soften the word <laughs> right. up. Yeah, boy. right,
2: because we have a, you know, personal accountability.
4: yes yes to to, to other pimps we can't make the hoes feel like they're hoes exactly we gotta let we taking
1: a we taking a feminist stand on this (laughs)
5: yes
4: yes because you know what these hoes got equality now and we don't want them to have think pieces about us on pimpsus.com we can't be having that dog
1: Right, we heard them talking about them and on the Black Guy Who Tips. We know what's going on in this world. <laughs> right, we trying to, try to get this money, roommates. <laughs> we <got> roommates some... <laughs> unite. Roommates unite.
5: Oh my god. <laughs> oh,
3: so, uh, uh during, during, I, I've, com- I've completely lost my place. Uh, oh, during the investigation, another female came forward, alleging she had been the victim of voyeurism and extortion by the same mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she had two roommates. Saunders says the second woman said she had been photographed on a sex date with the teenager. Um, the allegation is that McGee was cover- covertly filming the two victims while they engaged in a sex act. Uh, McGee faces nine charges trafficking in persons, administering a noxious substance to aggrieve or annoy, living on the avails of prostitution. Pimping. <laughs> That's what that is. Ah! the avails of prostitution
4: I, I mean i have a question was she mm-hmm. being gentle to it like instead of you know smacking her she dumped her upside the head like like what 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 well, are the cues she right mushed her. she mushed her it
0: wasn't
3: you know she gave him time out
4: technically physical violence okay okay. Yeah. okay so she just took her hand and like pressed her face up against well, the wall she probably right. didn't
3: believe in whooping she just gave timeouts yeah
4: what, or she may
3: have just beat her with a dildo maybe <laughs> sexual assault with a weapon so those. forcible confinement, procure a person to become a prostitute, uh, extortion and voyeurism. Mm. McGee will appear in court on April the 15th. On Tuesday, law enforcement members, crown prosecutors, government officials and service providers will be meeting at in Banff to discuss human trafficking. The conference will feature global authorities on human trafficking and will explore such issues as prosecutions, investigations and victim assistance. Ladies, guess the race of the alleged pimp, Amanda Kathleen McGee of Calgary. White, white. All right.
2: I want to say white as well.
3: Okay.
1: I am also going to say one who believes she deserves a red carpet when she visits an African country. <laughs> Wait.
3: All right. Let's check the chat room. A boot that life, pimping in the great white north. Except, uh, <laughs> A. Mrs. White folks, pimping out them snow bunnies white. Best little whorehouse in Canada white. Oh, my. Snow. Caucasoid <laughs> Canuck. Inconsiderate snow bunny roommate who also borrowed her Uggs without asking permission. <laughs> Oh my. One who identifies most with Littlefinger and Game of Thrones. Becky, you can go to Houston, La- Atlanta, Vegas to be with Drake and Bieber baby. Mama gone, baby mama gonna take you to new levels. Cocaine is her stripper name. Oh my. White, serial adopter of brown babies with extended bellies. Oh, not oh. extended bellies. Mm, <laughs> it's, and, it's, and it's, and it's, and it's distended bellies, uh, Inigo Montoya. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So I might need to report you to the tank police. <laughs> <laughs> he said extended babies, like extension cords or
4: it, it, I, weave I extensions. Like because I tank a lot, I knew what you was talking about, So Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, anyway, the correct answer is, and everybody got it. Uh, uh, let me go back. Uh, yeah, it's white, so. <laughs> All right, man. Um, should we... <laughs> Should we do one more? I feel like everybody. Should we do one more, Karen, or do we, uh? Yes. Okay, so um, if y'all down for one more?
1: Sure. Yeah. All
3: right, all right we'll do one more, man. Uh, let's see what we can do here. We got. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Let's do this one. I think this is fun for the ladies. A couple looking to get some kicks in the bedroom ended their romantic evening and ended their romantic evening in the emergency room after a kinky game went drastically wrong. Oh my. Michael and Josie from Clarkville, Tennessee <laughs> decided to spice things up by melting a five pound gummy bear on each other's bodies um, a five pound pi- that make gummy bears that big
0: um, that's
3: like a gummy grizzly bear or some shit <laughs> gummy polar bear <laughs> How fucking big this is, is that
0: It's going down the left already <clears throat> oh,
3: How long, long would it take? That's like eating a human. How long would it take to eat a five pound gummy bear? Some babies aren't even born Where did five you pounds. You find a
2: five pound gummy bear. Yeah. Like that you, was
4: my question. And you like need a you knife and a
2: stores.
3: Oh, uh, this was specially ordered. You would need a knife and a fork to eat a <laughs> five pound gummy bear. Um. Oh, and the goo. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Joe. So, however, the searingly hot sugary liquid left Josie with third degree burns on her chest and in an agonizing pain. Of course. Uh, the couple, who didn't share their last names, <laughs> decided to reveal their embarrassing tale on TLC series Sex Sent Me to the ER, which airs on Saturday night. Uh,
4: don't you think people going to see your faces and know who you are? Yeah, that's then? always
3: funny. I don't want to say my last name. Everybody who's watched this will know you guys. Okay, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the situation was made even more excruciated by the fact that Josie decided to call her mother for advice. <gasps> uh, for Michael, who had yet to meet her mother. Oh, so they were shacking up. That's illegal. Uh, 2011. how <laughs> did kick your in. It was particularly a, a particularly shameful moment. First time you meet your mom, meet her mother mother in law, or whatever. Michael told TLC, "When you're in that moment, you don't think <laughs> you niggas weren't thinking to get in this moment." Let's be honest.
4: Yeah, I mean, you yeah. eat gummy bears, you don't melt them.
3: However, the couple claim that they are not so embarrassed by the gummy bear fiasco that they would miss out on sharing experience with the viewing public or the local news, and all their friends and family know anyway. They added. Despite the failed attempt at romance, the couple remain together three years later and are engaged. See, Aww. ladies, it could happen. Sugar.
4: somebody oh, saying, with
0: motherfuckers. Let yeah. somebody
3: burn you half to death with gummy bears mm. and he's a keeper. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, sex mishaps bring people closer. That's what you I do, say.
2: Though. That's true. I'm surprised they didn't use this, uh, large gummy worm.
3: Yeah, right. That seems like it would make way well, too much well, sense. Yes, to use the worm. Yeah, just slide a gummy worm up in there. Anyway, the, ah. the,
1: the the bear the bear added
0: kink to it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
3: Maybe he didn't want to throw the, uh... He didn't want to throw that pH balance off. Throw that sugar up in there. You never know. Uh, <laughs> no, you
0: right. can't throw that balance off. <laughs> oh, oh no. We don't,
3: don't. Uh, <laughs> you have <laughs> issues when, when that get off. Melting
0: down gummy bears.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know that this was a white couple because ain't no sister about to let no melted gummy nothing touch they weave. Stop mm,
5: it.
3: Okay.
2: That shit costs $30. <gasps>
1: oh! Wow.
3: Yeah, uh, so, um kai's going white so Indy. what about the rest of you guys
0: absolutely white okay. yeah white for real
3: everybody's going for real i <laughs> put a picture of what a five pound gunny bear looks like in the chat oh uh,
1: yeah uh, and it's disgusting looking oh my god
3: the chat room says yeah who sees that and goes i need that on my body i, I don't know, know. Yes. uh that i want mine to be green, no, baby. That down, green baby green
1: baby that green be getting me girl <laughs>
3: Maybe I'm old, but uh while I look at that I just see a mess I have to clean up. No thanks. Ain't <coughs> that the truth? Like fuck that. I don't need no sex. I need to clean up uh the house after That's a turn off. Like uh what is this chocolate? Mm, put that back in the fridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Chuck Spears says those who star in the missing episode of How I Met Your Mother Adventurous oh. White Couple Who Try Anything Twice, so this was just the trial run. The blooper category of ex Hempster White people click on that hmm. That is one thing i don't click on as a pornosaur fuck that we'll see huh. sex sex going wrong Mm-mm-mm. uh crossburners whitey McWhitekins. i didn't know i couldn't do that white times too can you help me can you help me can you help me understand your plane tennessee <laughs> oh can you help me that's what you mean <laughs> uh tennessee uh kinky braid where white oh, white wow. people is either this a in white and the maid will have to clean this up white. The correct answer, answer is, is... And everyone got it white.
4: Yeah. That gummy bear looks disgusting. Didn't they have a picture of the... of The, the couple? Uh, yeah, with the stuff melted on her chest.
3: Yeah, yeah, hold on. Aww. But this is obviously a reenactment, but I'll put it... Uh, but her face says everything about why the fuck... Um, Not to do that. Yeah, why you don't do that. Like, that's... Like, now nah, I got blue balls. We gotta go to the ER. Like fuck that uh here's a picture uh Uh, all right look at
0: her face Uh, she's like no 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 like the shit
3: burns why did you do this to me
0: (laughs) it's
4: all sticky and sugary what did they plan on doing licking it off like i don't understand
3: this (laughs) that silk got him in trouble let me lick you up and down Mm. till you stay hot Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh no No. (laughs) Oh no A 30 year old woman is currently struggling for her life in critical condition in a hospital after she was attacked by her brother in law with a machete. Oh, shit. That's right, guys. Sore ratchetness. Sore
5: ratchetness. Uh,
3: Ching Tham Imbumcha, wife of late (laughs) Chirone. That is his full name. And the first name (laughs) is CH. No vowels. Chirone. I say Chirone in the house. (laughs) Uh,
5: swinging
3: that sword. <laughs> shwing, shwing. <laughs> Watch <laughs> ma The Spam ah. Manning LaKai from Spam Manning Lakai under under Kaching Police Station. That is Manning. a real place. Wow. Kaching Police Station. Kaching. Yes. It to District is now undergoing medical treatment at R. I. M. S. Here in a serious condition since March fifteenth. Her brother in law reportedly tried to kill her by attacking her with a sword. March 15th morning, reports say the accused, her brother, attacked a a with a machete on the forehead in a fit of rage after the duo had a quarrel over the elopement of the victim's daughter. She suffered two deep cuts in the attack. So her daughter eloped and he cut her inside the head. Oh, my. The family feud started after the victim resented the charge uh, and charged the accused for the elopement as both his son. And Abimcha's daughter had went out together. So I guess he was like, how you gonna let her elope? She's supposed to marry my son. And uh, said, I'm gonna kill you. Here's another one. Uh, police are on the hunt of a sword-wielding robber who struck at Noonington's shop uh, wearing Halloween-style skeleton mask. Detectives are investigating a robbery which happened at the Premier Convenience Store, which is located at the corner of two places I don't give a fuck about. The offender char- targeted the business as shortly as 7:30 p.m. on Sunday night. The thief, who was wearing a white or green skeleton mask to conceal his identity, threatened the assistant with what police are calling a sword-type weapon, which is probably a sword. Uh, <laughs> he made his good. He made good his escape along Lister Street with an undisclosed quantity of cash and gold, uh, and a gold necklace worn by his robbery victim. Police investigated a robbery, which happened in, uh, noon, noon Eastern on Sunday, and are appealing to witnesses to come forward for the, to help them trace the offender. The incident occurred around 735. Why are they repeating what they just said? Anyway, an officer walked in the shop and threatened them, uh, I mean, an offender walked in the shop and threatened the male assistant with a sword type weapon before stealing cash and a gold necklace, which was being worn by the victim. He ran along, <clears throat> ran off along Lister Street. The offender described as a white male of medium to slim build, five foot five, five feet to five foot seven, so it's very short. As well as the white uh, or green skeleton character mask, he was also wearing a dark hooded top, black black Nike Air Max trainers with a green tick glow. Um, oh
2: shit!
3: Sure, Go find his ass, then. Mm-hmm. He had an outfit for you. Uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> you spot his ass? Yeah, he was a. Been talking in like the scary Halloween voice and everything. Give me the go <laughs> They were like, "You see the glow?" His ass went that way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're investigating the incident and would like to hear from anybody that knows anything about them. Um. All right, man. Go check out the ladies' launch. Um. It's on the yes. Black Astronauts podcast feed. They're
4: a lot of fun, y'all. Um. Uh,
3: yeah. Very informative show, man. Um. I love the insecurity check. Um. Uh I also like um the um what what is it called? Taxi Taxi and Turbulence. And turbulence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like that segment. So um yeah, they
4: they're a lot of fun. You get opinions from four different women and the thing or the thing Roger said I love about y'all is that Y'all are all black, but y'all have conversations where everybody, you know, get their point. It's very diplomatic and Mm. stuff like that. And so it's just one of those things where they're not arguing and snapping at each other and stuff like that. Yeah, I like
3: when y'all disagree and uh, everything, you know, stays kosher, man. That's like... Uh, underrated skill i think too many people now are in an area of life where if you disagree with somebody mm-hmm. then y'all can no longer be, be friends. friends yeah like that's and it we
4: can't talk no more get out my life i'm unfollowing you
3: yeah i actually saved this for real article for y'all yeah. to come on you know what i mean but <laughs> I, I was like i want to hear their opinions because i you know i like listening to y'all and i know yes. that y'all have different opinions than i would and different True. opinions than karen would and you know Thank i you. i wanted to hear it so I, i'm that's glad
1: that's awesome that's a
3: Thank great, that's a great thing. Thank you. No doubt, yeah. man. Um, so support your own. Yes. Go yes. To, Go. make sure you guys uh, listen to the show. Go follow them on Twitter at sex and the sister uh, at Kai loves you. And that's K.A.I. loves you. And you the letter you uh, K.J. taught me. I mean, C.J. taught me K.J. taught me. What the fuck? <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> C.J. taught me um and sexandthesisters.wordpress.com and blackastronauts.com the links will be in the show notes support our sponsors adam and eve and uh uh, tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt at both places tomorrow we'll be back at nine and i guess if everything goes right should be sarone russell that should be fun yeah it should be a lot of fun man looking forward to catching up with him seeing what those crickets are doing outside and yes dogs and kids and stuff you know Sarome uh has a lot of stuff going on in the background but everybody always enjoys it um <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then oh and if you're premium we'll have a nerd off this afternoon at four um until then love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>